Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted Filipiano at the 50, time running down, Hoskins football, and I think Hoskins victory. The Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. That's right, episode number 159 of Raiders Fan Radio Live, coming to you from Murph's Fan Cave here in the lovely uh, subsidiary of Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Music City. And uh, we proudly represent Music City on this day. And uh, we're going to get into much more of that uh, here in a minute. But anyways, uh, thank you to all of those of you that are joining us live on 
on uh, youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. Thank you to all of you that are joining us on the podcast version. And uh, so this week, uh, I am joined in Murph's Fan Cave by uh, my co-host for the night. He is the man that adorns the southern annex of the western annex of the Murph's Fan Cave desk, and that is our buddy Swag. Jeff, what's up, Swago? Hey. Oh, hi. What's up? <sighs> what, what? No, I'm trying to I'm trying to shake it, man. I'm shaking it a little bit. Oh. Yeah, well last week. Oh I mean, yeah, obviously that for sure. But uh but you know, I just what you, what I'm you kinda, well I'm I'm a little emotional, so so I don't know if you know this, but uh Okay. My brother in law lives with me. Yeah. My brother in law Chase. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a great kid. Okay. He's uh he's a he's gonna get married this next year. Okay. He's just a great kid, and he lives with me and my wife and my two kids. Uh we, okay. we opened up a room for him. And uh, I got home the other day, and he was uh, he was just sitting on his bed, just doing his homework, because he goes to MTSU. Okay. And I uh, walked in. I said, hey, man, what's up? And he goes, hey, man, uh, can you pass me that bookmark? Bookmark? Yeah, and I about broke into, I about started crying. Why? Well, because I've been his brother-in-law for six years, and he doesn't know my name is Swag Jeff. <laughs> he called me Mark. Mark? Yeah, who the heck is Mark? Oh, my. Ah, uh, jeez, Jeff. Oh, my gosh. Or should I go? Yes, that's much more appropriate. <laughs> the dad joke oh of the week. God. I am so fired up to be here. <laughs> Seriously. The, oh, Are man. you, though? Oh, dude. Oh, my Yes, gosh. yes. It's great. Oh it's going to be so gosh. good. No, it is gonna. It is good to be back here in the fan cave and uh, and appreciate you being here. No Uncle Mosh this week. You see there the uh, the, the Western Annex of the Murph Fan Cave desk is, is, uh, is abandoned. And because, like, this is no joke. Because Uncle Mosh is dealing with the after effects of the coronavirus. Yeah, you're not kidding. Yeah, they, I'm not uh, kidding. The school that he works at, uh, apparently one of the students or teachers or something like well, that. Parents of one of the kids. Of one of yeah. the kids came down with the coronavirus. And so they've and closed so, his yeah, school. He, yeah, they're all in quarantine and they're all, you know, they've shut down the school and they've told him stay away until further notice. That's exactly right. So he's staying out of the fan cave until further notice. But uh, actually, we just had a couple scheduling conflicts, but it's all it, partly in due uh, partly in due, partly due to, partly, partly due, whatever. Partly in due to. Whatever, because, yeah. yeah, Mosh's school is dealing with this whole thing. And, in fact, the entire county where Mosh teaches is, oh on, is on lockdown, as so many things now are. And we're going to get into more of that here as we get into more of the draft stuff. But, yeah, man, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy world that we're in right now. And so, uh, but anyways, we'll talk about that uh, in a minute. So, as I mentioned earlier, uh, you can see us live every Wednesday night for the most part, sans, uh, you know, natural disasters. Uh, you can see us here on, on Murph's Fan Cave uh, every Wednesday night. And uh, if you join us live at youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave, you can jump into the chat and join folks like Herman Munster, Full Metal Mexican, uh, Ron the Materator is in there, Atticus B. Rockin', Running Bear I see, Yo-Yo's in there, Tampa Raider, Fabricator Gill, DT the Sun, appreciate all of you as always uh, supporting us uh, every, every week live on on, uh, on Murph's Fan Cave at YouTube. You can also subscribe to the podcast anywhere you find a podcast service. You can find us on like Stitcher, Google Play, all that kind of good stuff. And, uh, and just do us a favor, please. Give us a subscribe, man. Hit the button. Smash the bell, as the kids say. We're only a f like a couple hundred away from hitting 2,000, which would be a really cool little landmark. So if you don't mind, just, just subscribe to us in that way. And, and let me just say this. Check us out each and every week, and if you know, and when you tune in, uh, if you really like what we do, then all you got to do is check out this uh, other dude's podcast after the fact, and you'll hear our content repeated. 
Well, yeah, you will. Yeah, you oh, will. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I? Oh, we did you say that out loud just I, now? I, I meant to think that. Yeah, well, you know what? So so speaking of that, okay, we're all about innovating. We're we all, are all about innovating. We're all about innovating. You know, we, exactly we, right. we we invent. We don't. We don't. Uh, what's the right word I'm looking for? We we don't imitate. We don't imitate. No, nope. we invent. We invent. We yeah. create our own, and that's okay. And that's, that's right. good. And that's good. So obviously, yes. we have some listeners. Yeah, <laughs> apparently we do. <laughs> well, yeah. Apparently, so, some that host their own shows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. So I'm shutting of, up now. I'm speaking, putting. I'm putting away the pettiness. Speaking of innovation. Okay. So our channel is going to look a little bit different moving forward. Yes. Isn't it, Murph? It's time for a little bit of a refresh because you know what, Jeff? If you stop swimming, you die. Exactly. Ask the fish. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to get stagnant. You want to always be thinking of new stuff. And so, as of probably next week, our channel is going to look a little bit different. You're going to be getting a whole lot more content. We're going to double up on our shows. Double up, man. We're going to start bringing the content. Um, Yeah. So, you know, during this off week, um, really, or off weeks, I should say, um, we've had a lot of kind of like, I don't want to get it all heavy about it, like soul searching about the show, but just like we wanted to kind of talk about the direction of, of Raiders fan radio and what we were doing with RFR. And, and, and so ultimately this is what we decided is that, you know, first and foremost, the community around RFR is the best part. It's unbelievable. Of RFR. You know, you guys that are in the chat, uh, all of you that listen to us and email us and, and send us messages and call the show and all the email, whatever, all that, that is the best part of RFR. So from now on a Wednesday night, you're going to tune in to this. This is RFR Live. This will be the flagship show. Uh, this will be the numbered episodes. You're going to get that each and every week at the normal time, but we're going to focus on the sea of fans. We're going to focus on the chat. We're going to focus on emails. We're going to focus on the voicemails. We're not going to limit it to like eight calls, which I never really felt great about that. We kind of had to in the interest of time. I never felt great about that. We're going to take that off. Now, we may not even get eight in the off season like now, but during the course of the season when you were getting 20 some odd voicemails and all that kind of stuff we're going to play them all because we're not going to rush in a bunch of raider stories this show the rfr live version is just going to be interactive that's that's 100 yes absolutely so so you guys you guys make the show the rfr community you guys make us different than any other show out there any other show, any other podcast, any other team, we are family, we are community, and you guys make this. And so moving forward, RFR Live is going to be about you. It's going to be about you. You call into the show, you email the show, and we'll get our content from that because it's so much content. I mean, it's going to make a show in itself. Absolutely. That way we don't have to rush. I feel like so many times we get to the end of the sea of fans and we're kind of pushing to get through things. Um, so that will give us more time to breathe, more time to be interactive with you all. Heck, we got a message from Kevin again this week, and he's like, when are you going to talk about the freaking penalty thing? Like, we still haven't gotten to it yet. Right. We're going to, not tonight, but we're going to get to it because we're going to do a secondary show. We're going to do RFR Live, and then we're going to have a secondary show. I think we're going to call it the Rundown. We're going to call it the RFR Rundown, and uh, that's going to be more where we can take two or three or four stories, and then we can really just let those kind of breathe and talk about those and kind of get into a little bit more in-depth. Um, Kevin also, and and we've heard from numerous people that where that look, you guys are awful kind to us and it's awful flattering that you value our opinions on things because we're just fans with microphones. And, um, but people ask us like, what are your guys' thoughts? I want to know what you think about this stuff. 
And so much we got it. We're pushing for time. So we glaze over that stuff. We don't get a chance to dive into it. That's going to change. So that show will be audio only. Uh, probably be me and Swago or me and even Sonny wants to, to join in on some of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, heck yeah. So we're going to have that coming for you uh, as well. Swago, what else we got coming on the network? We, we've got some old familiar faces coming back. We That's do. Right. We do. So, so we have heard from Mikey. Yes. And he is ready to gear up and do uh, to, to reprise or, or re, reestablish Mondays with Mikey and Murph. Starting the 23rd of this month. We'll yes. have new, new episodes of Mondays with Mikey and Murph coming at you. Mikey's nice and settled in now. So that's going to be fantastic. Look forward to that. Yes, absolutely. And speaking of familiar faces, we have also heard from Chuck. That's right. The fan club Chuck blitz from the is coming fan back. Club blitz. They uh, they said around draft time they're yes. gonna be they're gonna be ready to full force join the Murph Fan Cave Network once again and so we are gonna have RFR Live we are gonna have RFR Rundown we are gonna have Tales from the Nation Mojo's Pod Show Fan Club Blitz and Mondays with Mikey and Murph we're just gonna be giving you everything there's gonna be way tons of content coming on the Murph's Fan Cave uh, yes. Network so please do us a favor again hit that subscribe on wherever it is that you listen tell your friends tell anybody that you know that's a Raider fan. That's all we ask in anything, uh, of course, that you do to support our show, any of the, 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 the money and the revenue and things that we do through our listenership, you know we're going to give it all away. Uh, and so the more we can earn, the more we can give. And the way that we earn is by you guys subscribing to us and getting uh, you know other Raider fans involved in what we do here in Raiders yes. Fan Radio. So thank you to you and, uh, and, and allowing us to be that, that vessel of, uh, of, uh, of Raider information and content and, and giving. Yes, absolutely, and and we're talking about all these different shows, but the show that you're listening to right now is the flagship show, yes. RFR Live, and we are talking about Raiders Fan Radio episode number 159, and every week, your boy Swag Jeff gives a reference in Raider history to the episode number that we are on, and this week we are on episode number 159, Murph. That's right, absolutely. Absolutely, and so this week, uh, episode 159, we are going to be highlighting Marcus Allen. Oh, nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone's favorite number 32, or some people's favorite number 32, right? Yeah, some people like Jack Tatum. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And some Laker fans like Magic Johnson, but... Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter, but yeah. uh, but you know what? A, a favorite number 32, Marcus Allen. We're going to highlight the 1983 season. Come on with it. 1983, but it's not the stat that you think of, Murph. It's not the stat that you think I'm about to give. Am I going to be talking about his running game, his ability to run the ball down the field? Are you going to talk about Marcus Allen running with the night? I am not. You're not? I am not. Do you think I might be talking about 32's ability to, uh, to catch the ball out of the backfield? Oh, my gosh. He caught a million passes. I'm not even going to be talking about that. What? This week, we are going to be highlighting the 1983 season, Marcus Allen's ability to throw the ball. Oh, that's right. He was a heck of a passer, wasn't he? Was he was a heck of a passer in 1983. He threw seven passes, completed four of them for 111 yards and three touchdowns. Okay. And more than that, he averaged 15.9 yards per attempt. Oh, there you go. Episode 159. Nice. Marcus Allen. Salute, my friend. Salute. Oh, nice one, Swaggo. Well, yeah. That was good. That was good. Dig it. Aaron, a Q dog writer in the chat says Tatum is the only 32. I don't know, man. Marcus was legit, dude. Marcus, look, I'm a Tatum guy. I got him right over here. Little jacked right down there. But, man, uh, you know, Marcus, man. Anyways, the guy was good. Swag, good stuff. All right. Um, so 
here at the top of the show before we get into the to our uh to the to the to the main content to the we have meat here. of the show that's right oh and, and so by, oh, and by the way all that stuff we told you about our kind of little bit of a format change that's not going to be the case tonight we're going to do regular old raiders fan radio like we always do tonight and buckle up and buckle up because it's a long one i have a stack of emails so does swago and we got a billion voicemails to get to because we missed last week and we got Vinny on standby just in yeah, case just in case we get a little <laughs> uh, tongue-tied in case uh swago's tongue gets swollen up from a bee sting well, again then, yeah then Vinny can jump in and, and read for so um okay so the reason that we have all this backlog of content and things to get to you tonight is because we were out last week um we were out last week because those of you that don't know uh, i'm originally from the bay area i'm from san jose california grew up a raider fan and have since relocated to middle tennessee just outside of nashville uh very proud of our uh of our nashville and music city middle tennessee residency uh jeff and swag uh, swag jeff and uncle mosh and i all three uh graduated from college here locally like from the the blue raiders not the the silver and black ones but the blue raiders and uh i'm very proud of where we live and have carried our raider fandom with us here so last week uh, the city of Nashville and much of Middle Tennessee uh, were devastated by tornadoes. And yes. we had tornadoes that came through. Uh, I was out of town actually on a business trip when it, when it happened. Uh, but immediately, uh, right out in the aftermath, uh, all, uh, so many of you reached out to us. Uh, and so I want to give respect to everybody that reached out to us. Everybody, all the the phone call. I mean, we we had people calling us, people that I didn't even know had our numbers. Yeah, uh, people that were calling us, sending us text messages, Facebook messages, Twitter, you name it, emails. There is definitely on the on the sea of fans tonight. The voicemails, uh, people have reached out to us. So much much respect to you all. Uh, we elected to last week not do a show because, frankly, it felt kind of uh, you know. It didn't feel, wouldn't have felt right for us to come on here yeah. while people are literally suffering and, you know, going through the loss of loved ones and like the devastation of their homes and all for us to get on here and yammer about football. So it didn't feel right. It still is, feels pretty fresh and raw. Um, but the cleanup effort is fully underway. The recovery is definitely underway. Uh, it's amazing the way that the city has responded. Oh my gosh. There has been, um, I mean, there's stories of, other states sending us like cleanup equipment and like tree, you know, uh, cleanup stuff and all that. And yes. like literally they're being turned away because all of the volunteers have already accomplished a lot of the, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the, 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 the cleanup process. So yes. there are still plenty of people that are in need. I mean, the Titans did a great, the Titans, Titans gave donated like a million dollars, a million bucks. The predators donated a bunch of money. Yes. Then the other teams in the AFC South donated like a hundred grand, like yep. other NHL teams, everybody, you know, because what happened here and the way the community has come together and stuff, it's more than sports, man. This Absolutely. is just family. This is life. And, you know, to see everyone come together from all aspects of, of life, whether it's sporting teams, you know, other communities, other states, all that stuff. It's just it's so cool. And we talked about that. And instead of doing a show, we just volunteered instead. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. And and so speaking of that, so uh, thank you to those of you not only that reached out to us in terms of just kind of checking on us just to see if we were OK, uh, but also those of you that that gave. So um, 
we, we put out a couple of posts on some things just to kind of draw attention, hopefully to some of the cleanup effort. And I want to thank, I want to point out a couple, uh, folks, uh, Matthew Mangus, uh, a dedicated RFR listener and supporter, uh, donated a hundred bucks to the, to the foundation. And I'm not saying that because, um, he didn't do this to try to draw attention to himself, but I want to draw attention to him because he, he was one awesome. of the ones that reached out to us and was like, and so, and you know, and he did it on behalf of our show, which I mean, like that's, Again, whatever we can do with our show that we want to give it, we want to help others and we want to, you know, we want to love on others and with, with whatever way we can, whether that be our efforts with the Bulletnikoff Foundation or, or in, this, in this time. So all that said, I would ask you this. If you are willing to donate, go to cfmt.org. That's cfmt.org. And you can donate there. You can also donate by texting Nashville Strong. Just like it says right up here on the, you could text Nashville strong to six, eight, six, eight, three, and you will receive a link where you can donate there. So that's Nashville strong to six, eight, six, eight, three. And that's 100% of the money goes to the relief uh, of the, uh, this was 85 miles of destruction and it was devastating. And again, so many people are still trying to put their lives back together and listen, Oakland and Las Vegas and Los Angeles are a long freaking way away from Music City, USA. But still, Raider Nation came out, supported, checked in on us. And I give you the utmost respect, Raider Nation, for doing yes. that. It almost makes me emotional. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you have done for us and uh, and the way you represent Raider Nation during times like this. You know, often they say, Jeff, you'll learn people's true character in times of crisis. You learn who people really are when someone passes away or whether there's a divorce or whether like you have an, an, a, a big trying time in your life. People's true colors shine. Our listeners during this we don't even know a lot of you personally, and still you reached out and, and, and acted on our behalf and on, on behalf of the city of Nashville and this area, and so thank you, thank you. I'm, again, I'm going to get emotional, so I'm going to stop. Let's yes. Go to something else. Get us a live read, Jeff. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to everyone who, who checked in on us and all that stuff. I mean, I sound like a broken record, but thank you so much. But anyway, we are going to move forward with episode 159 of Raiders Fam Radio, and before we get into the meat, I'm going to tell you a little bit about us, how you can get in touch with us all all that stuff. You are tuned in to the sometimes imitated, occasionally hilarious, often truffle shuffling, seldomly boring, always original Raiders fan <laughs> radio. You can find us on all social media platforms, facebook.com slash Raiders fan radio podcast, Twitter and Instagram, both at Raiders fan radio. You can go to youtube.com slash Murph's fan cave, where we are only 200 subscribers short of 2000. And since someone's steals from us sometimes we're gonna steal from one of our own <laughs> we are going to steal from one of our own and you know what mojo is trying to get to a thousand subscribers on his youtube yes. we're trying to get to two so you know what get us to two thousand everybody and we're you know what we're not afraid to self-promote within self-promoting heck no we're not So what we are going to do is once we reach two thousand subscribers we are randomly going to select a subscriber and we are going to send you a frame Get Made t-shirt signed by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. And since it's Swag Jeff, you know what? I might give a little bit of my swag away. We might have some other things that we want to oh. give We might have some other things that we want to uh, want to give away. I might dip into my own closet and give you oh, something. You nice, know what? Nice, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So so we're all about that. We're all about self-promoting. But you know what? We just want to get subscribers 
please subscribe to us if you like the show, if you watch the show. That's where the chat is. That's where the meat of the show really is. You guys are way funnier than we are. Yes. All that good stuff. You guys are the are the community that is the lifeblood of this show. Yes. And we can't thank you enough for that. So please subscribe to that. Uh, if you if you call us, 909-345-3346. If you call us three times, you will get made. And if you email us, just, I don't know, it could be twice. It could be <laughs> twenty times. We don't know. But make you're also good. Gonna, well, yeah, and make them good. And uh, and you know, and yes, and subscribe to Murph's Fan Cave wherever you find your podcast. You will get RFR Live, the RFR Rundown, Tales from the Nation, Mojo's Pod Show, the Fan Club Blitz, uh, sometime after the draft, and Mondays with Mikey and Murph. You'll get six shows. We're gonna load you full of Raider content. It's gonna be great. Uh, thank you very much. And we are going to get on with the show. Boom. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. And I hear that our boy Max Crosby's got a new girlfriend. Oh, boy. So gross. Good luck to him. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You. That's so... You have to put three X's in his name now. Oh my god, so <laughs> terrible. Whatever, move yeah. on. All right, <laughs> all right. So, uh, hey, I heard a really funny thing this week. Before, we, okay, we're gonna we're getting ready to get into the Derek's car saga too. So get ready, Raider oh. Nation. Yeah, buckle up here. We're getting ready to we're gonna dive right into it. Mosh isn't here to yell at me if I talk about Tom Brady, so we're gonna dive into it. Um, I heard a really funny one this week. This was a Twitter thing. Oh, you know, like tweet of the week, right? Oh, there Remember you go. Tweet okay, so I'm gonna here's my t- here's the tweet of the week. I okay. didn't have it on a rundown, but okay, I I saw a, from a guy this week on Twitter at Ramblin Raider R A M B L I N underscore Raider. He asked, "Who are the three Raiders you would want to have on your side if you were to get in a bar fight?" I was like, "Current oh. ra- current Raiders? Any any Raider?" I was like, "That's awesome." So I picked Lyle Alzado. And tell us, chat room, and I want to ask you to shout them out here in a minute. Tell us, chat room, who your three are. I picked Lyle Alzado, I picked Jack Tatum, and I picked Sebastian Janikowski. Nice. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, those three guys. But afterwards, I picked Seabass because I thought it was kind of fun and funny. But afterwards, I'm like, Big Ben Davidson might have been my third instead because no one was more of a badass than Ben Davidson, especially well, back yeah, in the Well, yeah, and if he's at a bar, he'll drink a Miller Lite. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. commercials? Exactly. Good, good memory, Swaggo. Yeah. So I thought that was... But that's a fun one. You got three off the top of your head? Oh, my gosh. I would say Alzado for sure. Alzado for sure. For sure. And uh, That's almost like on the Mount Rushmore, like it's just an automatic. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you just, yeah. You everybody's spotted Alzado. Uh-huh. Everybody spotted Alzado, so yep. pick two more. You know yeah. what? And uh, I would say uh, Stabler. Oh, I like it. Stabler. And you know what? I'm going to bring it to the new Raiders, and I'm going to say Jonathan Abram. Oh. Just because, you know what? I want to have a drink with that guy. Yeah, I know, right? I yeah. just want to have a drink with him. Absolutely. You know what? Kenny is sneaky badass. Well, he yeah. He was a sneaky tough guy because he was really likable and really kind and friendly. But Kenny could throw. Absolutely. Kenny could throw. All right, so who do you guys got out there? Sistrunk, Alzado, and Foo, Patch says. That's a good one. Q-Dog says Alzado, Twos, and Tatum. Ooh. Oh, nice. I like that oh, one. Oh, he said, <laughs> Herman Munster said, perfect. 
<laughs> That's just, all you'll need. Just perfect. <laughs> just perfect. <laughs> I dig it. He'll dive head Who, first right into you. Who's that? Was it Herman Munster? Herman Munster. That was awesome. Uh, Fisher says Matuzak, Alzado, and Jim Otto. Oh, that's a very good ad. Nice. Very underrated tough guy. Romanowski, I see in there. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, some good ones in there. Uh, so, yeah, uh, shout out to uh, Ramblin' Raider. Ramblin' underscore Raider. That was a pretty fun question. All right, so, Swaggo. Yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. What? This offseason is crazy. Okay, so kind of the crux of the offseason so far has been, what are we going to do with Derek Carr, right? And there's a lot of Derek Carr talk amongst us fans yes the raiders have been i'm not- sporting his jersey tonight on purpose because on this, purpose this might Cause, be the last week hey, that it, he's on yeah, our team it, yeah this is the last episode before free agency so you never know you never know Oops. Well, I went the wrong whoa way. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> there we go <laughs> easy easy I tried to fix the camera, and the yeah, cable got stuck, and it yeah, it down. Did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for me to yank your cable, Jeff. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. So, anyways, so the Derek Carr saga has, has been a... <laughs> I can't concentrate now. <laughs> Max is watching too. She told me she could be watching tonight. No, Max. Max. Hi, boo. Hi, boo. So yeah, and, um, we were talking about yanking your cable. All right. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> okay. So, will you? Thank you. Yes, please. I need to. Good grief. Yes. All right. So the the so that's been the big talk, but it's mainly been amongst the fans. The team has been relatively non-committal, but still supportive of their guy. But we've heard John Gruden be, you know, relatively supportive and non-committal with other guys like, I don't know, Khalil Mack, Amari Cooper. Yeah, Amari Cooper, right? for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? So we've heard that story before. Uh, so who knows where this thing is going to go. <laughs> Ron the Mater Raider, I'm what? sorry. Ron in the chest says, Jeff, what do your balls think about the car situation? Cuts to swag balls. I'm so sorry. Oh my god, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> the camera just goes what? Jeez, I think my glasses fog up. Okay. <laughs> so, so anyway, so Clay Travis, who I think is really funny on Twitter, I think he's lost his mind on this coronavirus stuff, but he's really funny on Twitter, and I love his rants. On stuff, so here, here it is. He kind of here's he kind of breaks it down, uh, kind of what we have going on around Derek Carr. Derek Carr, not a full throated endorsement from the Raiders, who are reportedly going to go after Tom Brady as well. Could they go after Teddy Bridgewater? Could they go after I don't know anybody else? Marcus Mariota, that's out there, that's a lot more affordable. Maybe Cam Newton if he comes available. Uh, I think that it is going to be a intriguing story to follow in Oakland as John Gruden prepares for year three with the Raiders as they move to Vegas from Oakland and as they begin a new uh, part of their franchise's history. Do they have a sexy sizzle uh, higher at the quarterback position or could they go into the draft and get somebody? That's a story worth following as well. I don't buy that the Raiders are committed to Derek Carr. All right. So we months ago talked about at the end of the season, talked about how it would be prudent for the Raiders at this point 
to explore another option. And I think that's what Clay's saying. And I think ultimately that's what the Raiders are doing, that they're not closing themselves off to another option. That when you have a guy that on paper does a pretty good job, but doesn't seem to have that it factor in terms of the clutch gene, we have seen him at times and glimpses and been great in comebacks. But also we've seen him with a record of 5-45 and 45 when he falls down, uh, when his team falls behind by more than 10 points. Where on the converse of that, we see somebody like Mahomes have three uh, uh, come-from-behind victories of more than 10 points in the postseason, yep. right? Like, so... That's the challenge for Derek. So, and I think that's the challenge for the Raiders is that he's not bad, but he's not taking us to the next level yet, though, either. Right. And so ultimately, I think we felt months ago, we talked about this, that it would be prudent for the Raiders to at least explore another option. Yes. To at least explore the idea of bringing in a genuine, I don't want to call it a threat but a push of his position yes. that historically he hasn't been challenged. That's the word I'm looking for. Somebody to challenge him for his spot. Right. Mike Glennon, Nate the Peterman, Deshaun, Ky- these guys are going to challenge Derek Carr, not no. even Matt McGloin or uh, Connor Cook. Or- these guys didn't challenge him. What we speculated on was that a guy like Marcus Mariota might actually be that kind of guy. John Gruden loves reclamation projects. The Raiders as an entirety love reclamation. Marcus Mariota is a guy that Gruden and Mike Mayock loved when he came out of, uh, out of Oregon. He can beat the Chiefs. Thank you. You know, Even if he has to throw a touchdown pass to himself, he can beat he the can Chiefs. He can still beat the Chiefs. He can beat the Chiefs in the playoffs too, huh, Jeff? Absolutely. So, like, you know, there's a – and – He's a little bit more dynamic in terms of his running ability and his elusiveness, which is now the way the NFL is going. Yes. So there's a lot of things that just made sense to us that Mariota would be the guy. It has nothing to do with where we live, although he played right down the street. It had nothing to do with that. It just had. A, it just felt like it would have been a good fit. Well, now here you go. Here's the next uh, thing to build on this little Derek Carr saga. Yes. Mike Garofolo of NFL Network came out this week and kind of laid out this Marcus Mariota potential. Drive a wooden stake through that story to kill it. I just can't. I, I, I can't go that far for you. I would say it's unlikely based on the conversations that I have had. So I would say if there's no Tom Brady, then some other veteran quarterback that's going to be out there. And I'll actually give you a, a, a name that I think you should watch here based on what someone told me. That is Marcus Mariota here. And I, I love this, uh, this thing that's available to us, and I don't know how long it's going to be available to us. It's that we can go back and see what Mike Mayock said about some of these guys when he was working for yeah. us at NFL Network. And I went back and checked. Where did he rank Mariota? Oh, that's right. Number one over Jameis Winston in that draft. So you know he has a high opinion of him already. Uh, and it would be an interesting situation if he did wind up with the Raiders because, uh, you know, are, are the Raiders married to Der- De- uh, Derek Carr? Are they moving away from Derek Carr? I think it's somewhere probably in between there. And it would be interesting to see uh, if they add a veteran, Ian, what the dynamic would be like. I think it's an interesting choice. And I, and I think that the quarterback room, if I remember right, back in that episode, whenever I think it was like six weeks ago, whenever the heck it was, when we talked about it, we said it would be cool to get Mariota in there as, a, as the free agent signing and then use one of the third-round picks that the Raiders have to draft a younger Sure. You know what I mean? Like, you see, maybe a guy like Hertz falls to that point or something like that. You know, I mean, he, he did have a pretty good pro day over at Oklahoma. He looked pretty on point, you know, so I don't know if his stock is rising. But a guy like that, you know, you can build around a guy like Carr who maybe, you know, I mean, 
is Mari, will Mariota become the starter or will he push Carr to the next level? You don't know. I mean, you've seen you've seen Carr do well. You've seen Carr do well, so you know he can do well. Take a look at 2016, you know, but you know, yeah, you get both of those guys training a guy like Hurts or one of the third round quarterbacks that are available. I mean, that's pretty cool. I think so too, man. I think that it will round out a really nice quarterback room and I think a guy like Mariota fits exactly what now there's a little bit of what, you know, like, oh, he's too soft of a spirit and somebody like Gruden. I'm like, yeah, we heard that about Derek Carr, too. Like, these guys are football players, man. They're not like, you know what I mean? He's he's not going to, like, get his feelings hurt by John Gruden. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't, I don't buy that. Uh, and I think that in terms of, like, but in terms of character and, like, dedication and, like, work ethic, like, he's perfect. Like, he's yeah. exactly He's right what, in line with Carr. You know, exactly. He's, you know, the guy that, you know good family man, you know, all that kind of stuff, just to, you know, may not be as loud as some other quarterbacks, kind of a more soft-spoken, lead-by-example kind of guy. You know I mean? When he was in Tennessee, watching him get benched and stuff like that, to see him be Tannehill's biggest cheerleader, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, you know, man. I mean, that shows a lot about his character, who he is as a man, you know, all that stuff. So I dig that. I, I do too, man. I, I'm, I'm a big supporter of this move. And, you know, again, just if, and if anything... Because I think, listen, here's the here's the bottom line, Raider Nation, is that as much as we may get bothered by Derek throwing the ball in the dirt and the fumbles through the end zone and the things that, that you know, look, I mean, there are things about, uh, you know, Derek that, I mean, are challenging. I'm going to read you a couple things here. Uh, if Derek Carr starts the season opener for the Raiders this year, he'll become the first quarterback since the merger to start seven straight season openers with uh, for a team without ever appearing in a playoff game. Wow. How about that? You know what I mean? Like, wow. So there's some things that like, you know, it's just, anyways, I forget where I was going entirely with that. But the bottom line is this, is that Derek needs to be pushed or they need to move on from him. Yes. Uh, and, and well, but I think that ultimately he's got it. He's, he's a talented guy and the likelihood of him being our starting quarterback week one is very good. I think yeah. he's going to be the guy, but I think they got to do their due diligence to try to, to try to push. Yes, him a little bit. Absolutely. All right. Uh, what about what what about past the quarterback, Jeff? Let's 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 go past the quarterback and talk about some of the other Raider needs this year. We uh, we were at our uh, we went and got craft services before the show tonight, and uh, went and talked to our buddy Jeff Murphy down at yes, Domenico's. Absolutely, which was awesome. And uh, and we were talking about kind of some of the other needs uh, that the team may have. Something outside of just the quarterback. Obviously, we're set at running back. We're looking really good on the offensive line. Like, you know, a couple pieces maybe still the need to get moved there. But, yep. um, but you know, secondary, linebackers especially. Like, linebackers. Yeah, linebacker, big... wide receiver for sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, yeah, those are definitely things that need to be addressed. So let's go, uh, let's go back to NFL Network and hear from our buddy Peter Schrager on Good Morning Football and hear what he has to say about what the Raiders' needs are in 2020. I'm going to go with another team out west, team starting a new home. I'm going with the Las Vegas Raiders. I really? feel like the Raiders, the wheels fell off at the end of the season, but the Raiders had one of the best draft classes you'll see in the NFL, and they did it last year. When you go out and you draft those three guys in the first round that we know, Cleef Farrell, Josh Jacobs, and Jonathan Abram, and then you also go out and get Trayvon Mullen, who started at corner. Max Crosby was a finalist for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Foster Moreau started at tight end. And Hunter Renfro, who's a great number three wide receiver in this league. You have a good core and a good talent base. That was Mike Mayock's first draft. This year, they have the 12th and the 19th pick. 
They also don't have the distraction of Antonio Brown, which I think kind of haunted this team in the summer. Now that's clear. And let's look back at week 12. This team was 6-4 and four coming off that Thursday night win against the Chargers. They were a game behind the Chiefs. They lost to the Jets, and they fell off. I think the Raiders are a team that I would circle to make this big swing, going from 7-9 and nine to being a team that could compete not only in the AFC West with the Chiefs, but really make a play in the AFC. Fascinating what they do in this offseason. 12th and the 19th pick, and of course have a lot of money to spend in free agency, and oh yeah, are starting in a new home with all that excitement around Las Vegas. This would be a cool story if the Raiders became one of these teams that we're talking about come January next season. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and to kind of piggyback what he said right there, we've got a lot of free agency money to play with. Yeah. We've got a lot. And we just, we just, I mean, obviously everyone probably listening knows we did just release uh, Whitehead to hear yeah. Whitehead, but that saved six, six and a half million in cap space. So, and you the know, rumor is we're shopping Gabe Jackson, yep. which would free up another, I don't know, eight or nine million. Yep, absolutely. You know, I, I just, I, I trust Mayock completely right now. I, I really do. I, I mean, too. whatever he decides to do, I'm all about it, man. You just do your thing because you brought us an all star draft, an all star draft. Yes. So, you know what, man, you do you. You and Gruden are working well together, you're putting together the right pieces. You know, I mean, I really do think we are just a couple pieces away from really taking that next step. Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. I'm with you. And those are great points. And, you know, and speaking of that, so Whitehead was let go. And I, I, I got another stat here for you. This was kind of a, uh, you know, because you get the impression that, you know, well, he's a pretty good player. I know he got challenged in coverage and especially with the way that they expect that middle linebacker to drop and cover the middle of the field. And we saw him get burned a bunch of times, but he's such a good guy, like, and you know, and he's, he's very likable, you know, human being, you know what I mean? So like you tend to get kind of caught up in that. At least I do as a fan, like I tend to lean towards those guys anyways. Sure. And the, you know, I'm like, and he was good. He was all over the field. And, but then he started giving up a lot of snaps to our buddy, Will Compton. Right. And, um, when you look at that, listen to this one, Jeff, this, and, but I, when I read this, I'm like, well, okay, that's why they let him go. So he had the big cap number, right? Didn't have a lot of dead money back against the cap and out of tier whiteheads, seven, uh, 941 defensive snaps last season for the Raiders was the most in the NFL for a linebacker who failed to record a sack an interception, a fumble recovery or a forced fumble. Wow. 941 snaps and did not register one of those single stats. So that that tells you it right there. Is that worth well, six million bucks? Yeah, a year? six million no. bucks for sure. Yeah, no. and uh, and I think uh, who was it in the chat that said uh, Cameron A said a nine point six savings if they get rid of Gabe. That's see, that's uh, what that's, I'm talking that's, about, that's man. Strong, but you know what? To to, to b- piggyback off of what you said about uh, Whitehead, you know, I mean, is that a you want playmakers? You know, we're looking for playmakers. We're ready to take the next step. Did he do his job? Yes. Did he lead in tackles? Yes. But you know what? He's the Derek Carr of defense. Hello? Like, he's there and he's great. He's there and he's doing kind of what he needs to do. You know, he's... But he's not elevating, not uh -uh. making these big game breakers. Like, yeah, that's... Yep. That's that's a good point, Swag. Um yeah, man. And, you know, so in linebacker, I think is really uh, it's been forever. I feel like ever since we've done this show, I've bitched about linebackers like forever. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? We've never had that big splash move other than perfect. Maybe like the big move, the big commitment to the position. It was always like because Reggie McKenzie was always like, 
you know, you can get them, get value for them later in the draft. And like, and it was crazy to me. Like at one point, like we had all linebackers running this team. Like we had, you know, Jack Del Rio and Reggie McKenzie and like, you know, and Ken Norton Jr. Running the defense. And like, I'm like, everyone's a linebacker except the freaking linebackers. Like we had all these people running the show that were linebackers, former linebackers, and they didn't see value in linebackers. And I'm like, and in the meantime, we're seeing all these amazing linebackers run through the draft. Anyways, that said, now at the release of Whitehead, the rumor is that they're talking to Kirksey already. Yep, they are. Yep. Okay. And then you got the guy out of, out, out of uh, Los Angeles. Is it Littleton? Corey Littleton? Yes. You got him coming up in, in free agency. The idea, There's going to be Patrick Queen, potentially. There's Kenneth Murray, potentially, like in, in the draft, one out of Oklahoma, one out of LSU. Like there's going to be a lot of opportunity for the Raiders to fill the, 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 the linebacker room. And as much as we love Will Compton, I don't know if there's going to be room for him. Maybe. I don't know. He's Maybe. a free agent. He's on a one-year deal, but but we'll see, man. I, but I think that linebacker room is going to look uh, distinctively different uh, than what it did in 2019, other than probably Nicholas Morrow. Yeah, maybe him or Markel Lee, maybe stick around. You know, like that's going to be about it. You know what I mean? So, uh, all right. Uh, next up, uh, continuing on the the theme of the Raiders' needs, let's hear from Derek's older brother David. And big surprise, he doesn't think they need any quarterbacks. What about the Raiders? They have two first-round picks, 12th and 19th. What well, do you think they should do? John Gruden probably wants two receivers, but that's not going to happen. So I, I think one of them will probably be there at 12. And there's several, obviously, that we've seen in the combine. I think C.D. Lamb is the guy. Mm-hmm. I hope he's why? there at 12. Why? I don't why? know if he, I don't think he will be. He's just so natural. I don't think he will be. His run after the catchability is, is next level. His... Just smoothness catching the football. We saw him go through the gauntlet at the combine. He didn't break stride. He didn't even slow down. He didn't fade away. I mean, the guy just does everything. And so, for me, he's he's the perfect complement to what they would want to do in Las Vegas. And, they I mean, and a certain relative gonna, of maybe yours. I'll say, maybe I'll say we. <laughs> Derek would love him. He would love C.D. Lamb. Just come. Just come. Yeah, you know, C.D. Lamb, I think, during the combine, during his pro day and all that stuff, I think he's elevated himself, man. Ah, I think he's so kind of he's kind of the standalone top receiver now. He's he's creeping into a lot of mock draft top tens and stuff like that. So so as far as receiver goes, I do think they take a receiver at twelve. And is it Rugs? Is it is it Jerry Judy? It's it's going to be one of those Alabama boys for sure. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think, and I think that'd be great. And I, there's a lot of good wide receivers. That's a good thing in, in yeah, this draft. It's deep, and they're all. And I know Rugs is the kind of the uh, you know the Raider fan favorite right now because he's like all the speed. Like there's no one faster than him. Yeah. And we all watch Tyreek Hill tear us up every year and all that. So I I get it why everyone wants Rugs. Um, but they're all fast. Like none of these guys are slow. It's right. not like we're talking about you know one of these guys like yeah. oh he's got size and he's got good hands but he's lacks speed. Or whatever. Right. Like, all these guys. Well, when are- you look at when you look at these guys, do you want you know? It's like comparing Julio Jones to Tyreek Hill. Which one do you really want? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. But well, and Julio's not as fast as Hill, but he's fast too, he's and he's fast. a big guy, right? But yeah. like, but yeah. Point being though is that like all these guys are not that they're not dissimilar in their in their skill sets <clears throat> they're all great route runners very precise great hands you know you know what i mean like excellent change of direction you know so i think either of those three guys were good on here's the thing though the raiders have proved to us if anything they'll wild card it on a pick 
Like, just because that's where we think they're going and that's what the media is talking about, that doesn't mean that's what they're going to do. That well, goes yeah. back to the Al Davis days, and that's the Mike Mayock days, too. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're always going to draft who we want them to draft. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. Am I right? It ain't furl. There you, you go. Know, there you go. There, There's case in point right there. Case in point right there. So I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, all signs say one of those wide receivers and then a, and then a linebacker. Yep. But again, you never know how these things are going to play out. You never know who's going to package what to where. There might be a big splash move. Who knows, man? We might go crazy and get a quarterback. You never know. I mean, yeah. you really don't know. It's we enough. could trade. We could trade and move up into the top ten to go get CD Lamb. You know, you don't know. You don't know. They and, and that's why this thing's a crapshoot. And if you think the Raiders are going to tip their hand, I would encourage you to think of it differently because they're going to. In fact, they're going to. If anything, they're going to misdirect you. They're going to make you think that you're, you want to, they're going to make you think that they're doing something. You know what I mean? Like they're following a certain path, but at the end, they've got something completely different going on. It's a poker game. This, we talk about this every year. Yes. The draft is a poker game between 32 people. Absolutely. They're all trying to figure out. They've all got different needs to address. They're all in different positions and no one is going to tip their hand. Any information that you get is usually false. It's usually misdirection. It's usually a bluff because they want to advance their position. They're not going to give away what their intention is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and what's different with us, we, we experienced it last year and now we're going to get the full force of it this year. You know, it just goes back. I trust Mayock. I trust a man, you know, whatever he decides to do at 12 and 19 and in the third round, 80, 81 or 81, 82, whatever it is. I trust a man. I trust him wholeheartedly and completely. And I just can't wait for it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Me too, man. I'm excited for it one way or the other. Uh, on, I wish I could see it live. Draft button. Here is latest draft. There's a draft. Watch out for drafts. This is the NFL draft. Look, I'm into a draft. It's going to pull in a draft. You're going to the draft? The draft looks solid. They drafted me. Apparently you were drafted. I drafted you. I got drafted. Draft. It's my third draft. You only get drafted once. Let's talk about the draft. It's our draft. You're drafting me in the first round. Excellent draft. You dig that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Vegas. You think we get there by midnight? Money, we're going to be up 500 by midnight. Yeah, <laughs> Vegas! Vegas, baby, <laughs> Vegas! Well, we might be going to Tunica, Mississippi for the draft because, uh, yeah. unfortunately, the RFR crew is not going to make it out there. Uh, so here's the, here's the skinny, and I'll keep it brief because we've done enough internal housekeeping for tonight. You guys are probably sick of hearing us talk about what our plans are for things. Uh, I'll just tell you real quick. Uh, I canceled my flight. Uh, I canceled my flight. I canceled my, my, my Vegas trip. Uh, there is a handful of different reasons. Um, I'm not a guy that subscribes to fear-based decision-making. Uh, I don't let external dynamics affect the the way that I live my life. Uh, but I've also, uh, become highly aware of things in the world that are, uh, maybe at times good decisions or bad decisions. And sometimes you just got to make a choice between things. And, uh, I, I, here's what I think. I'm not, not going to Vegas because of the coronavirus, but whatever the effects of the coronavirus are, I think are going to impact the draft because Absolutely. here we are and we've got April. So we're six weeks away or whatever. If you, I'm just saying, 
if you guys think that the draft is going to be unaffected in terms of operation, I don't think ask so. Ask the Coachella folks. Yeah, ask Coachella. Ask ask Pearl Jam. March Madness. Like uh, E3. Ask the Warriors. The Warriors. All these things are getting canceled. And the number one thing they're saying is don't get on an airplane and avoid large crowds. And I'm like, well, that what is going to the draft for us is getting on a plane and going to a large crowd. Now, if I didn't have to get on a plane, I might think differently. But I just what I what frankly what I'm really most concerned with is I'm not worried about getting the coronavirus and dying. I'm not even really worried about getting the coronavirus, period, because the odds of you getting it are low and the odds of you really getting super sick from it are low. And the, like, I'm not worried about that, but what I am worried about is that going to Vegas and the strip is shut down. They got no shows because of all the stuff going on. Like, and they're, if they start canceling the draft events, yeah, like, they what, might let, yeah, they might, what the hell am I going for? Right, like, if I might, wanna... Yeah. They might not let you even, you know, be there for the draft. We were talking about before the show, if you know, if, if this keeps going the way that it's going, it's going to be an empty stage at the Bellagio. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? And frankly, if I'm going to go to Vegas, I don't want to go do that. I want to go to a game. And so here's the other thing that came up. We have an opportunity later in the year to go to one of the first games in Vegas, maybe even the home opener. And I had to make a financial choice there that – you know what? A home opener ticket is not going to be cheap getting access period. And we're going to potentially have not only access to it, but we're going to, you know, look, and I, I, I made, this is just my decision. Anybody, what you're doing, do you. And like, I'm just telling you what's going on with that. Then the reason behind why we're not going to be there. Uh, that was it. That was it. Is that I'm going to, I'm going to make a choice to considering all this other stuff that's going on. And the idea that I want to hopefully have the opportunity to go to the home opener or one of the early home games later on this season. So yes. I'm not going to go. We're not going. And, and here's the thing. Swago already wasn't going. Mosh literally couldn't go. He's part of the age group. They're telling his age group. Don't go on an airplane. Yep. Don't go in large crowds. You're over yep. 60. You don't do that. Mosh would have been like a no anyways. Pirate 1975 said he's more worried about getting Tom Brady than the coronavirus. Well, hey man, brother. Right. And you know, you know what I mean? But like, so that's, that's it. So anyway, so we're not going to, we're not going to be there. A lot of the made men still are and, 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 uh, and, and they'll have a blast and they will hold yes. it down. Um, but you know, just, it's just a, a choice that, that, uh, that I decided to make. And, um, you know, I, it sucks. I hate this. I hate the idea because I love Vegas anyways, let alone where the freaking draft is, which we love, and let alone in the city where our favorite team plays. Well, like, yeah. Like, it's, um, I'm kind of But Ill. if they shut everything down, if they shut everything down and you're in Vegas gambling for five days, we're not going to have a Murph's there fan cave anymore. There won't be a fan anymore. cave anymore. No, you're going you're gonna to sell the deed to the fan cave <laughs> for gambling money. All right, that's, that's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy, man. Like they're canceling all these events. Like, you know, no more than like a thousand people are gathered, no more than like 250 people gathered. And, and I'm just looking at this like, cause here's the thing. If I were to cancel the trip now, I was able to get my money back where if I waited longer, it would be out of it. So I'm like, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'll gamble on this one. Like sure. I'm going to bet that this stuff is going to change more detrimental to the event than positively for the event. So anyways, so there you go. So anyway, so that said, uh, before you get to the draft, you have to have a combine. And uh, Mike Mayock was at the combine this year, uh, hanging back out with his old NFL network buddy, Rich Eisen. Who? Rich Eisen. Oh, my, my, my buddy Murph. He's not just consistent. He's a man of his word. Thank you, Mike Mayock. There you go. I mean, you know, thank you. you. What's your name? about that. <laughs> 
Thank you, thank you, Rich. I was Rich reading. Eisen? I was reading Mike Mayock when I said, yeah. "Easy, easy." Sorry, thank you, thank you, Rich Eisen. You know, if you have any interest about that, okay. He's it, don't, he's only got four more Brady questions, and then you're good, man. Just go. That was Come one. On, I'm go, not the what's, first what's one to ask two? you about him this week, am I? First of all, we're not allowed to talk about anybody that is involved. Uh, in uh, answer. Nice, nicely that, done. That's it. Doesn't matter. And, and the second piece of this that, yes. that people don't understand is how good our quarterback is, and it frustrates me a little bit because. Derek Carr threw for 70%, 4,000 yards, almost a 3-to-1 touchdown interception. Here's the, the real deal, Rich. The real deal is I think we're number 7 in the league in third downs, 11 in yards, and the disconnect was even though we're 11 in yards, we're 24 in points. Mm-hmm. We have to do a better job scoring points. That's on our defense, number one. we got to be better defensively. We put too much pressure on our offense. We weren't good in the red zone. We weren't good goal to go. That's not on Derek Carr. You know, we got to be better everywhere. And I think people just need to kind of pump the brakes a little bit and give the guys some credit. What do you think, Swaggo? You know, it's like a, it's like a non-committal support is what these comments that he and Gruden make. It's yeah, like, but it was more committal than non-committal, in my opinion. You think? I think so. You know what? You know, I think I think when free agency opens. We're going to tell very quickly what they're going to do with Derek Carr. And I'm not talking about signing Marcus Mariota. I'm not talking about signing whoever whoever at the quarterback position. I'm talking about how aggressively are they going to go after wide receivers in free agency. We're going to know real quick what their plan is with Carr Super fast, yeah. That's you know, a good I point. mean, yeah. How you know are they going to aggressively go and try to steal? Stephon Diggs from Minnesota. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, are they yeah. gonna go and you know throw the boat at AJ Green? You know, you know what I mean. Are they gonna get weapons in place to make it easier for Derek Carr? Do you go and get that and then get Mariota? Have the one-two punch. Have the push for Carr and give him options. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Dude. You know, I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. You know what? Look, I want Carr to succeed. I really do. Of course, yes. I really do. I love the guy. Not only do I, you know, I mean, I just love him as a person. You know, he's our brother in Christ and all that kind of stuff. And, and I just, I, I dig the guy, man. I really like him. I think he's a good leader, you know, but he he does need help. He does need help. You know, I don't know if Tyrell Williams isn't a number one receiver. He's a solid two, a solid two or a solid one A. But you know what? He's not a number one receiver. Right. So if they aggressively go after an elite receiver, then I think you have your answer. I think you're going to stick with him for at least another year. Well, I, I don't see them make. I mean, somebody had to make an awful dumb offer to him to for him to move. I just I don't think the idea of like their shopping car, but I think they're open for business. You know, and if somebody came along and offered them a one or a couple of twos or whatever that is, sure. whatever their value is, they assigned to Derek. I definitely think that they would be open for open to that. Um, all right. So uh, next up, let's. Uh, so speaking of that, so of the trading portion of it, at least um, there has been some talk that the that the Raiders would be one of the teams willing to trade around the draft. Now, like typically, I'm kind of all for this stuff as far as moving around goes, but. Like what we said earlier, we kind of trust Mike Mayock. So I like Mike Mayock with three third round picks. So do you want to package two of those to move up? Like, I almost feel like giving him more swings is better than giving him, you know, one less swing that's a higher 
place. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because what, what do we have in the third? We got we got three threes. We got, we got two 80, ones and yeah, three threes. Yeah, you got 80, 81, and 93 or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. So you, pick, so you take your 81 and 93, and you trade it to get back into the second round. Yeah, and see, and that's a nice thought, but do we want it? Would you rather have the extra pick to give Mayock another shot to hit on a Max Crosby, Hunter Re- Max, Hunter Renfro. Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, like, that's a hard one for me. Okay, so that said, let's at least uh, hear about it. Uh, this is Ian Rappaport. Going to go pretty early, and you might actually see teams scrambling to come up, not just in the top ten, but in the top five, to make sure they get their quarterback. And, of course, no team has more trade speculation than the Miami Dolphins. They are picking at five, and, of course, the Detroit Lions also doing some of the quarterback work. But still, they would be the potential team. And Bob Quinn, the general manager of Detroit, has been open about it. Potential spot to come up, maybe for the Dolphins, slide up and get the quarterback that they want. Obviously, they are a name to watch. Another interesting one here, the Las Vegas Raiders at 12. We know they're in the mix, potentially, or they hope to be, for Tom Brady. They have said openly they want to upgrade at the quarterback position. Could they be a team to come up in the top 10 to make sure they get that third or fourth quarterback taken? Those are some big names to watch. A couple other uh, possibilities, maybe the Colts or maybe the Carolina Panthers, although I don't imagine the Panthers would move up very much. They don't want to give up draft capital to build. All right, Swaggo, what do you think? Yeah, you know, it all goes back to I trust Mayock. Yeah, exactly. You know, in Mayock we trust, or whatever you want to say. You know, he found some sweet, sweet picks late in the draft. (laughs) Sure did. You know, hashtag Max Crosby, hashtag Hunter Renfro, you know, Foster Moreau, all that stuff. I dig that, Foster Moreau, man. man. That's an underrated pick right there, dude. That's an underrated pick, man. I mean, he gets overshadowed by Darren Waller a little bit, but, you know... He's a rook, dude. Like that guy's gonna ball, man. I can't. Yeah. I can't wait. This you know, and he's and he and he's a big. He's a big Raider guy. You know, I mean, he's he's been out in in the media and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, him and uh, him and Abram, are, you know, they're they're all over the place, man. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, you've heard enough from us, Jeff. Yes, sir. Let's get into the fans' mailbag. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the. Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It is. All right, here in the Sea of Fans mailbag on Raiders Fan Radio, which is soon going to be the focus of this RFR Live show. You can contact us in one of two ways, please. 
Uh, you can call us always at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Leave us a message, and if we play your message on the air three times, you become what we refer to as a made man or a made woman. And uh, we've got one to award tonight. We've got a new made man uh, here in the fan cave. You can also email the show. You can email us at show, S-H-O-W, at RaidersFanRadio.com. That's show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And if you email us an indefinite amount of times, then we uh, we will refer to you as a made man or a made woman in that way, like our friends uh, Haley, uh, Queen Haley of Scotland or our uh, our buddy, his lordship, Paul, in Shropshire. So, uh, so definitely hit us up. And uh, that's, again, that's our favorite part of this show is the Raider uh, community, the Raider Nation, the RFR community that comes together. And, uh, and, and so we're going to soon, again, focus the entirety of this show uh, on this portion, and it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. So get those things coming, please. Yes. Get those messages. Get those emails coming in. Um, so we got, because uh, we want to hear from all of you. And this is really cool, Swago. So we've heard from so many people tonight. Uh, we've got a, a nice, long email and, and voicemail list. And, and a lot of folks we hadn't heard from in a minute. Uh, Alex and Alaska Raider and a lot of people that we well, hadn't yeah. heard from. So we're really excited to, uh, to, to hear from them. But before we get to all of that, uh, I want to get to I want to get to one of the one of the Raiders, and I want to hear from one of the Raiders oh. because one of the Raiders this week was talking about talking about us. He was talking about us Raider fans, Jeff. Hey, and listen to how quick this answer comes out of this guy's mouth. And we are talking about Ty Williams, somebody you just brought up a minute ago. Yes, I want you to hear when he's posed the question: the difference between the Chargers and the Raiders. How quick the answer comes out. The biggest difference in the ri- playing for the Raiders and playing for the Chargers is what? Fans. Fans. You actually have, oh. home games. actually have home games. Actually have home games. There's fans everywhere. They're into the game. You know, the, the, the stadium's full. You know, and that was something that, you know, I had, coming from Western Oregon, you know, I never had a, played in a big stadium with home fans there either. So it was kind of the same with the Chargers. And then coming to Oakland that week one against uh, Denver on Monday night was unbelievable. And then it kind of stayed the same throughout the rest of the year and it was awesome. Biggest difference, Jeff. I fans. like it. Yeah, it really yeah. Fans. It took him two point two seconds <laughs> yeah. after that. Thank you, Ty Williams. We appreciate you, man. That's uh that's so yes. cool. And I uh, appreciate uh man, I, I I love it when we get shouted out by the players. You know what I mean? Like cause so much of the of this game, right? You feel like non consequential as a fan. Yeah. Have, you know what I mean? But so it's really cool when they uh, uh when they when they do that. All right, so um just, whew, we got a lot of emails tonight. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first, or do you want to? Should we do capo and then go emails? What should we do? Let's start the evening with the capo. Let's start with the capo. We Why heard, not? We haven't heard from him in a minute. Uh, so the you know the leader of the crew, uh, we call him the capo. He is Aaron the Q Dog Raider because every made man, made woman crew needs a leader. And so uh, let's hear from our buddy. Aaron, uh, this actually calls actually from la- the first part of this is from last week, uh, but we, since we didn't have a show, we're going to go ahead and play it now. Greetings, it's your copo here in the Q-Dog Radio, coming to you from the great state of Texas. Um, Don- Wait, i got to tell you this, too. I'm going to all-start him over again. you gotta, I got to dig the smooth jazz going on in the background. This is the best. Listen to this uh, yeah, background music. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Greetings, it's your copo here in the Q-Dog Radio, coming to you from the great state of Texas. Um, Don Murph, Mr. Larry Moss, Hunter Boss, Sonny, Sergeant so Arms, the big Raider trucker, Mojo from the Pod Show, Raider Ramon, Swag Jeff, Nation, first... Um, 
thoughts and sincere prayers go out to all those people impacted by the tornado events uh, surrounding the eastern part of uh, Nashville. Um, we just hope everybody is safe and recovers well, and hopefully we can go ahead as a nation and support that effort because we're all Americans. Now let's get down to it. Tom Brady, TB12. Um, you know, there's a lot of conjecture going on about whether or not he's going to join the silver and black, and whether he does or doesn't, you know, makes not a difference to me. Honestly, TB12, he can stay packing. I want to end his career, not extend his career. But take this into account. Uh, the Pats are going to lose $13.5 million in cap space if we uh, allow him to go into free agency, whether we take him or not. So look to March 18th to actually him signing back and using the Raiders as leverage in order to have a better sweetheart deal into his swan song seasons. Um, the nation should also uh, want no part of this whole hanging fruit. However, let me play devil's advocate. Let's say that, in fact, we do take on TB12. Well, there's a whole host of individuals that have actually gone on record to uh, want to line up side-by-side side with this guy and play with him before, you know, uh, he hangs it up for good. Think of this. TB12 could actually be a force multiplier. Uh, shout out to General Powell. But follow me. With Nevada's no state taxes and uh, the allure of the Vegas lifestyle, I mean, could you imagine, you know, the people that would want to come to play with him? I'm talking OBJ. I'm talking about Gronk coming out of retirement. Um Think about this situation for a minute. Hell, you even got the one with the bad feet uh, that was unceremoniously uh, sent uh, packing, and we shall not say his name, wanting to clamor back and get back in good graces. He's apologizing to everybody like we give a damn. Uh, quick hitters, um, the Raiders, uh, we can use another pass rusher, and we have got a stellar one, and we have the means in order to get one back into the fold. Uh, to join Max Crosby and Beatty Cleland, uh, F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L, who gives a damn? Step your game up. But adding uh, Yannick Ngakwe. From I love this call. Man, I tell you what, that would definitely make our yes. pass rush uh, feared, Preach. if not respected. Uh, Henry Ruggs, uh, we just got through coming out of the uh, combine. A 4-2-8-40, non-win-aided official. Like, you can't coach speed. All things being equal, draft speed. March 16th through the 18th, of course, look to free agency. Um, at 4 p.m. on the 18th, uh, the floodgates will open. The Mecca. Sign up. But anyway, I'll go ahead and digress. On the 23rd through 25th, that's going to be the draft. Come out there. It's going to be an RFR made man who's who. Come get down where you fit. Get in. Mess with us. The itinerary is still being formulated, so get in where you fit once again. Um, now, let's speak a little bit more on the draft. And we're going to keep talking about the draft until the draft occurs, so just deal with it, baby. Um, the Raiders have two picks in the first round, and I guess they're going to have three in the third. But uh, given Shucking and Mayock, uh, their druthers, you know, we might just acquire something for Derek Carr. I'm thinking like a day two pick or picks. I think he may warrant a second-round pick, and for somebody truly desperate, we might get a first. But I don't think Tampa Bay, according to the latest vibe out there, is going to be uh, chomping at the bit to bring him on. I said it before, and I'll say it again. D uh, D.C., Four to the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts. I've got my reasons. You might have heard them, but that's where he's going. Uh, June 14th through the 16th, the Raiders hold their first mini camp in Vegas, and Chucky's gone on record as saying he's going to open up the doors. Anybody that wants to go and attend, come on in for free. So knock on wood if you're with me. The hit list. 
rumors of our defensive tackles, second-year player P.J. Hall sending dick pics to uh, other men, um, and all these Whoa. sudden uh, out of the woodwork right Kansas City Chiefs bandwagon fans driving around with their flags on their cars, uh, flags in the front of their yards, in their neighborhoods and stuff like that. Get over yourselves. Where were you guys for 50 years? Ain't buying it. We got to make sure that we uh, bring back the Lombardi next season. This is untenable. Um, and respect to B-Dog in a pasture. Um, Haley, the Lady of Darkness. Watts Raiders, Sugar Shane, Bobby Wasabi, Raider, Homer, Splatterhead, Potts Fitz, his lordship, Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi, Patch, Rev Raider, Kevin the Raider Nerd, Running Bear, Coach Davis, Raider Lim, Raider Cliff, and Ron from Alliance. Rue. Oh, my gosh. He's the best. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Patch said that that music needs to be played behind Rico's calls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, that's so good, Q. Oh, so good, so good. So, uh, so Aaron, uh, man, so he he called us back and had time to get to the 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 whole thing there, but uh, he did call with a with a little smidge of a hit list. Oh, yeah, you know, he kind of put PJ Hall. It was kind of like a, a kind of a loosey goosey hit hit list there, right? Yeah, it was. he got real precise on this one. Bro, what the hell I'm talking about? Of course, there's a hit list. And I hear Whitehead, you on it? Cover that. Group. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> I said cover that. There you go. And he gone. He gone. He gone. He gone. Tyre. So, we got some emails. Yes, we got lots we of We have some emails and All a right. crap ton of them. And we do have Vinny on standby. Yeah, hey, Vin. Yo. Hey, be ready. Be ready, just in case. Go over here. Put your head on this side so people can see you. All right. There you go. There Good you go. Just, just say hi. Put some drawls on, go. bruh. All right, yeah. Put some drawls <laughs> on, bruh. Be ready. Be, be ready to go in case we need you to come yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, pinch yeah. hit for us on emails. Yeah, yeah you're okay. in the bu- you're in the bullpen. Just that's in right. Case. Yeah, start just be warming up. That's right. Just be warming up. Right. Do some yeah. Do, do some, some vocal exercises. There you or go. There right. you go. All right, Murph. Yes, I am, I am addressing this email to only you, Murph. Oh wow, what for, what, what for reasons I... that will become apparent. Oh, since well, I'm a parent. Since it's a bit of an NFL slow time. Will you stifle yourself? I'm 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 on a roll, man. I'm trying to read this damn email. All right. And- hey, why you gotta first Uncle Mosh yells at me and threatens to walk out and now you're yelling at me on the show? Well let me read the email. <laughs> I, I struggle with these emails, man, and I was on a roll. I didn't say um the entire time, and you're over there giggling and hooting and hollering. Give me a second. You're killing me. Okay, go ahead. Murph. What? I am am addressing this email only to you, Murph. Okay, thanks. For reasons which will become apparent. I can't wait to hear them. Since it's a bit of a slow NFL time. Yeah, it is. Being post-Super Bowl and pre-combine slash Las Vegas draft. Well, yeah. My thoughts have turned to the proposed... Proposed nickname. You son of a. <laughs> have turned okay, I'm done. I'm done. Have, I'm done. have turned right. to the. My thoughts have turned to the proposed nicknames for Allegiant Stadium. Okay. Uh, it seems as though the leader in the clubhouse is the Death Star. Like Uncle Mosh, though, I am not enthusiastic about the Star Wars franchise. Correct me if I'm wrong, which I am not a Star Wars junkie. Uh, but doesn't the Death Star in their ver- in various incarnations fail to make it to the final credits? I, for one, think a slightly more imaginative, imaginative, invincible, bulletproof, impregnable, uh, indomitable, uh, indomitable, 
insurmountable, invulnerable, unbeatable, unconquerable, unstoppable moniker is in order. Let's get creative and come up with a fitting term for the new nation's capital. Just a thought. Raider Nation forever. Proud made man, Frank from NorCal. All right. There we go, Frank. Appreciate the email, my friend. And uh, good job, Jeff. Way to get through there. <laughs> all yeah, right. Thanks for all your help. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. I've heard from this from numerous people, and you guys know what a Star Wars geek I am. I, I freaking love the Star Wars franchise. It's uh, it's uh, I love a lot of facets of pop culture, and it's definitely uh, uh, on the on the high end of it for me. And and if you could see the other end of the fan cave, you would see that clearly on display over there as well. Um, all right, so I'm not going to apologize for having my opinion because I'm clearly biased. Okay, but here's what I do. Here's what I will say in response to that. That I've heard like other names like the Black Pearl and like these other things being thrown out. That's pretty cool. Black Pearl's cool. I like the Al since it's Allegiant Stadium. Oh, I like the Al. But here's the thing: Al didn't get this done. Al tried for the entirety of his life to get a stadium built for the Raiders and never did. So if you want to name it after somebody, it should be the Mark, the Purple Shoe Stadium. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, but so here's why the Death Star is cool. Regardless of what happens to the Death Star, because those pesky rebels went in there and, and blew it up with their photon torpedoes, despite that, what is really cool about the Death Star is that it's the ultimate base for the ultimate bad guys in the universe. And what are we as the Raiders? We're the villains of the NFL. So the ultimate bad guy base is the Death Star. So it makes sense that they call the yeah. Death Star. That's so it, like I mean, it, what else could you say? Star Killer Base? Yeah, you're not gonna call it Star Killer. That's nah. goofy, right? And even if you go to like other franchise, like we used to jokingly refer to the Oakland Coliseum as Mordor. Well, freaking, you know what? Like Sauron doesn't win at the end of the Lord of the Rings. You know, the Mount Doom explodes and and Mordor falls, but it was still a cool way to refer to it because it had all these gnarly orcs and all these badasses in there ready to fight. It was an intimidating place. That's why the Death Star moniker is being applied. And listen, even if you don't think it's cool because I like it, Jonathan Abram likes it and he gets to go play there. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I think I'm Death still Star, all in on that. I think it's a great nickname. And listen, even regardless of what my opinion is on it, people are just flat out referring to it as the Death Star. Like, it's like I've had people send me videos like friends and stuff that know what big Raider fan uh, I am and all that. Yeah. Send videos and they'll be like, oh, my gosh, it looks like a Star Wars thing. Or, yeah. oh, my God, like you see well, this. See, yeah, seeing pictures of it being built and stuff like that just reminds you of the Star Wars scene where it's like, it's nearly operational. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, that's just cool, man. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, man, that's no moon, buddy. Yeah, no, I'm with you. So anyway, so there you go. So there's my there's my uh, lobby for the, the nickname Death Star. All right, uh, my turn. You're going to interrupt me while I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to see you locked and loaded. Okay, let me let me sure I get this right this time. Okay, Yo. get it right. Yo, what's up, Murph, Swaggy, and the one and only Uncle Mosh? It's tied to Raider, or ta-da, Raider, like Uncle Mosh likes to say. <laughs> I'm sending this email with hope that Murph forgives me for giving him the et al. <laughs> I remember that. It felt like the 2017 season, week 15, with 39 seconds left. Just as I was going in for the W... Never mind. I don't want to make myself angry, but since I'm speaking of car, I must say things that have been interesting. As everyone was freaking out, the media, uh, about this no-caption post, it reminded me of my daughter's favorite movie. Maybe Jeff is familiar with this movie as well. 
You see her favorite movies about a girl named Poppy and her friend Branch on a journey to rescue their friends yeah. after these Bergens invaded their land. Yes. You know what Trolls. You're talking about? Okay. Yeah, I've watched that only 873 times <laughs> okay. since I have a three-year-old. Okay, there you go. Uh, their mission is full of adventure and mishaps, and as the mismatched duo tried to tolerate each other long enough to get the job done. Sound familiar? The name of the movie I'm talking about is Trolls. There you go. Cars just trolling. He sees and hears all this talk, tr- trade talk and thought, hey, I might as well get in on the fun. Uh, so you see, not only does the relationship between Poppy and Branch remind me of Carr and Gruden, uh, Carr is the happy-go-lucky one uh, and naive, with Gruden being the grumpy guy with no time for BS. I figured something out very quickly. Carr and Gruden are in cahoots. Either that or Carr is in deep... <laughs> you know what? Uh, anyway, after listening to Mayock in the Combine press conference, I know without a doubt we at least trying to bring in Carr's replacement no matter what. Uh, in the meantime, I guess we have to just try to keep coming up with new names for the stadium. Well, he's jumping around on us here. Okay. Uh, I like the Death Star. There you go. Over the other name being thrown around, uh, even though I've probably seen less Star Wars m- movies than Uncle Mosh. I look forward to saying, beam me up, Scotty, or Kirk, I am your father, or however it goes. <laughs> Maybe Murph can help me figure that one out. Yes, I will, because we don't hawk the Trek around here, pal. Um, I, w- <laughs> I just want to give a shout out also to Big Raider Trucker and Mojo for being my first two and only Twitter followers. Nice. Yeah, just like Mosh, I twit now at Ty Demack. T-Y-D-A-M-A-C-K. With all the love and respect, guys, keep up the show. I'm looking forward to everything you guys got coming, plus the return of Mondays with Mikey and Murph on tap, my friend. Uh, from yours truly, Ty Dorada. Ta-da! Nice, nice. Good job, brother. Good job, Ty Dorada. So the next email is from Trinidad Ledesma. Ah! I got to stop you. P.S. From Ty Dorada. I got a P.S. from Ty Dorada. Yeah, you do. P.S. I think my wife might let me go to Vegas for the draft. Ooh, he sent this a week ago. Uh, if not, I'll just tell her I have to go to work conference and, and better my security skills so I can babysit empty buildings. Ah, ah there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nicely done. Nicely done, Nice, Ty. nice, nice. Trinidad Ledesma, his question is, do you guys update your podcast subscription to include Las Vegas, which I don't believe we have yet, which we need to. We need to. We need to. So thank you, Trinidad. Yes. Uh, he was looking for a. Uh, he said was looking for a more. Uh, was looking for more podcasts about the Raiders, which obviously you guys are the best. Uh, and what popped up was appalling. Tim Kawa. Uh, Tim Kawakami. Yes, came up ahead of you guys. People looking for Raider news and information need to find you guys, and not someone with a negative bias towards the Raiders. Thank you guys, and I hope everyone is okay after the recent tornadoes there in Nashville. Regards, T L. Awesome. Appreciate yeah. you, Trinidad. So we need to update that. We need to update that and make sure we're at the top of those lists. Yeah, because our stuff is all listed as Oakland or Los Angeles. Yes. Uh, none of it's listed as, as uh, Las Vegas. So, yeah, I guess we do need to get to that, huh? Yeah, we do. Absolutely. All right, next up. Good evening, RFR family and swag. I'm not <laughs> sure how to take that. Does that RFR mean you're family and swag. And swag. Dot, 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 and Jeff? Are we bringing it back to old school? I don't school? know, man. Like, and swag, man. I, I don't know if that's a, 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 a specific shout-out to you to isolate you, to to elevate you, or if that's you're not part of the RFR family. Huh. Or the RFR family is everybody, not me and Mosh, and then he cites you. RFR family, all our listeners, and swag. So maybe you should read this. I'll, no, it's okay. I'll take it positively. It's all good. Okay. 
<laughs> this is Daniel Mangus from Fremont, California. Uh, well, another combine has come and gone, and now it's all onto the draft and free agency. Everyone has been asking me who I want in free agency. And honestly, I want a linebacker that can run sideline to sideline. Amen, brother. And can cover tight ends and running backs also. I would take any quarterback not named Tom Brady or Phillip Rivers. Uh, F both of them <laughs> and their agent uh, called Mike needs to answer professional and, and then say Raider Nation for life to Rivers. It was a fumble to Brady and then hang up. Anyone who wants either of them needs to raise their hand and then take that hand and slap themselves. On a sad note, I'm here to announce that due to darn school, my twin and I can't make the draft, and it's heartbreaking to both of us, but we are going to the athletics opening day, and we are ditching school and work to do so. I've been there, my friend. I've ditched a few school days. that Stay in school, kids, but I have ditched school to go to A's games and Giants games even, too. Vinny, uh, Vinny cover your ears. Yeah. Did you hear that, Vin? Good. Nothing. Good. Never I mind. I can't make the draft. It's heartbreaking to us both. Okay. Uh, now on a more serious topic. Last Wednesday... Uh, my godmother's birthday, and like my dad, she's a diehard Raiders fan, and she would call me every Sunday to see if I was watching the game. Unfortunately, uh, oh, sad, Wilson's disease took her when I was 13, and I miss her like crazy, but now the Raiders uh, have a fan cheering them uh, with Al Davis in heaven. Uh, anyway, uh, as they say in Canada, uh, peace out. Yours truly, Daniel Mangus, three-time Sizzler Award nominee, proud made man, P.S., Brady, stay away from my Raiders, or I swell I will burn your jersey. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, He's nice. won the Sizzler three times? Well, he says nominee, so I think he was in the mix. Well, if you call in, you're always in the mix. I think he's won it three times. I think he's won it three times. I don't think times. you're a nominee. I think you're a winner. I don't know. Paul's, Paul? Paul runs it down later on. We'll Paul, get, we need we'll to get, get with the, that. We'll yeah, get the Paul. for sure, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hi, Murph, Uncle Mosh, Swag, Jeff, made men and women, and all the rest of the chat. Bottom line, if you are a, a Raider fan, Carr is our quarterback until he's not. Stop the rumors and think about who we would add to make this team better. If the Raiders trade him, I will be upset and will follow how Carr does on whatever team he goes to, just like I have with Mac and Cooper. Uh, when I started following him in the show, all I saw and heard from was people uh, that we are family. I used to think that way, and I'm not 100% sold anymore. Uh, yeah, and yeah, in any family you have disagreements, but you would also, but you would always have your brother's back no matter what. It seems like this family has forgotten the phrase "once a raider, always a raider." We used to back our players till they were not on the team anymore, and still welcome them back once they retired. But fans today seem to not be able to be the same, to be the have the same loyal level uh, uh, fans of old. But before you get mad, just think back of when uh, we backed players in uh, back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We might grumble, but we always had their back uh, until they left our team. I just want to see the nation be what we were when we were winning and in family as we once were. I still, um, I still be the first to back any of you in a fight or to be the first to reach out a hand to help any of you. Raider Nation for life. Now let's get back to being a family and cheer our team no matter what and who is on the roster. Have a beer. Get mad when someone drops the ball or shout Raiders uh, when someone scores a touchdown. Uh, looking forward to a great year for this team and a great year talking to all of you in the chat and in person. Proud made man, one-time winner of the Sizzler and the grumpy old bastard, Running Bear. <laughs> Nicely done, Running Bear. 
Nicely done. Appreciate that, my friend. Appreciate you uh, uh, writing in. We hadn't heard from him in a minute. It's good to hear from him. Always in the chat. I don't know if he's in there tonight, but usually he's always in the chat. Hey, Vin, come read an email. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring Vinny in here. Come and read one. Come sit in Mosh's chair there. Fire up his microphone. Put on his headphones. Come and read an email. Okay, hurry, go faster than that. I'm just kidding. You can go as fast as you want. All right, here we go, Vin. We didn't sound check that mic. Oh, I'll have it. Okay, go ahead, buddy. Hello. Oh. Okay, go now. Okay. Okay, got to talk loud. All right, all right, all right. Okay, welcome to Raiders Fan Radio, Vinny. Thank you. Thank Say you. hi to the chat room. Hello, chat room. How you doing? <laughs> the chat right. room says, we're great. All right. So. <laughs> God, you're an idiot. <laughs> hey, you're not supposed to call your dad big stupid on a national radio I show. It. I love it. Or an international radio show. True. Yeah. All right. I'll get it. No. All right. Go ahead. Read. <laughs> okay. Good evening, fellas. I called on the voicemail slash Google death line earlier and got and it got me thinking uh while it's off the season there really isn't much going on besides rumors and opinions that all these taking heads have <laughs> i think we all have seven quarterbacks Vinny. <laughs> Vinny just said his first cuss word ever and he did it on the air <laughs> you're not supposed to say that I'm... all right all right all okay right. all right <laughs> uh, good job, son. Yeah, way to stick you, to the stick much. to the content. That was good. Ten Hill, Winston, Love, Rivers, all in camp to complete to compete with Card, depending on who you listen to. So while it's slow, and after the aftermath of what happened in your area, I also thought I'd I thought I'd also write in. I don't know how many of, of your new listeners realize how close to home this disaster was to you guys. As long. Uh, as a longtime listener and getting to meet up with you guys, Q-Dog and Monster Mash Ken at the draft last year, I'm pretty familiar with the idea. So, in retrospect, we never know if and when our lives can change. We, the listeners, I feel, had become familiar with each other to a point uh, conversing in the chat room on Wednesday nights. Being a made man for quite a while and being of Italian descent, <laughs> this means they're family. Yeah. So, since it's slow, maybe we can share, if people want to, a little bit about ourselves to other made men or family. Uh, I'm Ben Koopa, a.k.a. Eyepatch. I might use this name because my two team I follow, their logos wear eyepatches, Raiders and Pirates. Yeah, the both, <laughs> the both such my two kids tell me all the time. I get it. I also switched to this Moncure. Like Moniker. Moniker. After becoming a made man. Yes, Paul Sizzler Award scorekeeper. I have won the award as eye patch a few times, but also as Florida Raider back in the day. Born and raised in New Jersey, I moved to Palm Coast, Florida, just uh, south of St. Augustine on the East Coast 33 years ago. Transferred with my job at FedEx Express and still work there 36 years, and this should be my last. I have two great kids, great shepherd dog, fiance who always uh, gets put in order after the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, okay. <laughs> I've, uh, I've been a Raider fan since 1968 and will always bleed silver and black. When I'm not working, I'm usually at the beach kayaking or riding my Harleys. That's awesome. That uh, <laughs> yeah, is Harleys. Yeah. Harleys, That's yeah, cool. Plural. Uh, I hope to hear from... Uh, from more of you and your whereabouts. I know Q-Dog is in Texas, Mojo is in San Diego, and protects our country. Hats off to you, Mojo. Amen. I have a long 
time friend who lives in San Diego, bro. I got to get out there and hook up. <laughs> um, I'm going to try and get uh, get to the Rogue Games in Atlanta, Panther and Jet Games this year. So I'll make sure to hook up with the boys from the fan club Blitz and Monster nice. Rush Kin. Uh, that's all I have for now. One nation, one family, Raider Nation. F you, Google Voice, prayers, eye patch. Nice. nice. Good job. Yeah. All right, eye patch. Good job, Vanuch. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. Way to run the emails there, yeah, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and way to and way to dodge reading an email there, Murph. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, that's that's what happens when you're uh, the show producer over here. I suppose so. Thank you, buddy. You did a good job. Of course. All right, pal. Love you. See you. Okay. Next email. Hey, Murph, Uncle Mosh, Swag Jeff, Capo, my fellow made men and women, and the rest of the RFR Fan Cave Nation. Just finished listening to the show, and I had to respond. First, let me preface with uh, with this with, in Mayock I trust. Meaning, whatever direction he s- decides to go, I completely trust his judgment. This will be my last take on this matter. So I'm going to bring some heat. Show you some numbers and go over maximum overdrive with some who made who. Now, as far as the Brady, or for whatever, uh, for that matter, any current free agent quarterback on the market, if we part ways with DC, whether by trade or release, it will still count about $7.5 million against the cap for the next two years. Uh, we are not going to sign any of these QBs for any less than what we're paying DC right now. So we're talking between $25 and $30 million at least, at least plus cars dead cap uh, for a QB that basically statistically is the same and still does pretty much the same thing that DC does that irritates people. Pocket passers that don't uh, keep the play alive with their legs, these guys aren't Mahomes, Jackson's, Jackson, or Russell Wilson. To me, this would be a lateral move for any of those QBs, and if you're going to pay uh, more for that, you're just getting rid of Carr to get rid of him. Uh, getting rid of him just to get rid of him. I would like to submit into evidence exhibits 1 through 10. Please see attachments. Uh, Jared Cook, his first year with D.C., he doubled his production in Green Bay and last year had about a 25% decline in production with the Saints. Therefore, he was more productive more productive with Carr than he was with Rodgers and Breeze. Uh, the list goes on and on. Crabtree, Roberts, LaFell, Holmes, Patterson, Slater, etc. Cooper is the player that you have a similar production on a different team. Uh, I would even challenge you, the proverbial you, the proverbial <laughs> nice. you uh, to find any running back, tight end, or wide receiver who had a better production after leaving the Raiders, which begs the question, cue the music, who made who? Oh, I wish uh, we could play it. Yeah, we were all, uh, we were all these players weapons of DC, or as I contend, was it Carr who uh, Mag- MacGyvered these players into his weapons? Carr... Uh, Carr became the marksman with a daisy with a daisy red rider. Wouldn't it be nice to see the damage he can do with an M110 sniper rifle? The defense rests. One Nation Jeff. Not oh, One Nation yeah, Jeff. Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah, man. You know what? Part of Jeff Nation. That was a hell of an email. It's a good email. That was a hell that's of an a, email. Is that a Sizzler contender? It's a Sizzler contender. I mean, I'm not trying to put my thumb on the scale, but that's uh, that Don't was Don't put your there. thumb anywhere near me. <laughs> but that's a contender. That is a good one. That is a good one. Hey, uh, and uh, before we get too far from it, I do want to shout out the chat. Appreciate everybody in there. Uh, a lot of kind words for you, Vinny, on your email. 
1975, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Ron the Mater Raider, Tyrone Graves, Raider Born Rico. What's up, Rico? What's up, Patch? Fabricator Gill is in there. Logan Moore, Running Bear, Raider J, the Big Easy, Full Metal Mexican. Uh, so many people in there tonight. I appreciate all of you and the interaction as always. All right, next up. Uh, I've got greetings, Murph, Mosh, Jeff, and see the entire umbrella, Mojo, Q, the one and only nation, and Mikey. We still got an eye on you with much love. I feel like a line from my favorite hip-hop song by Eric B. and Rakim. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope rhyme to step to. As the snow melts and the flowers and trees start to grow, awaking from hibernation has woken me like a grizzly that's got to eat. The greatest nightmare of a Super Bowl is almost a distant memory, and the 1% NFL revenue increase of mustard and ketchup stain gear will start being returned for refunds in time for Christmas next year. But first, before our annual Christmas in the spring, the NFL draft, we must get through this onslaught of media misleads and desperate deceptions. Why must we all get trolled? Because we are the only ones who care about the draft. This is Raider Christmas. But before I get into that, next week, I got one big issue with with mass media. The fickle mistress. Uncle Mosh, I'm sure you've met her. Drafting a starting quarterback could be much worse than drafting Jamarcus Russell all over again. I'm not even saying Derek walks on water. Strictly from a management perspective, the last thing you're going to want to do in five years is re-sign Derek's replacement when he's bumping up to our all-time everything, Derek Carr, in the record books. Imagine the leverage this young quarterback would have in a brand new city about to become the franchise leader in every category by beating out the guy you replaced him for. Besides, Carr is a cap-free cut next year, and seven years of stats is a lot harder to fit uh, the rookie to is a lot harder for the rookie to beat out in five years than six. I'm not saying not to replace Carr. Not saying he's untouchable. Replace him with a vet, though, that uh, in a later round, maybe a bench sitter for a year type of rookie. The last thing Mark Davis will do is replace the first ever $25 million quarterback with the first ever $50 million a year quarterback. Besides, if we would have had a number one wide receiver that didn't have mental issues, adding a minimum of 800 yards and eight more touchdowns for three to four more wins, y'all dig, uh, y'all, y'all did, I get that right, would be putting Carr in a gold jacket. He's referring back to the conversation we had about the production of Antonio Brown under normal circumstances, what does that look like for the Raiders season? That's a great point. Um, We've got a lot more issues than Derek freaking Carr. Even if he is checking down the dirt on fourth down, every team goes through injuries and it's how you keep a float that makes your season. We were a young up and coming team so thin and we weren't just replacing people on a roster. We replaced C patches and green dots with the next man up mentality. Those next men up were undrafted free agents, cast offs and practice squad thefts. What hurt us more than anything last year was tying up $20 million for an entire free agent signing period through all of camp and preseason and not getting one snap out of the former soon-to-be greatest receiver of all time. And I was happy to hear Mike Mayock own up to his mistake. Derek take notes on owning his own crap. That's how it's done. So Raider Nation, please stop. Get some help. We've all been trolled my entire life. We've been trolled my entire life. From Megatron and Manning visiting camp all the way back to Jim Brown at 50 coming out of retirement. Amen, dude. Good good memory on that one. Mostly because without anything, and I mean anything, was possible. Look to our bright future. New stadium. 
we've got the best and somehow underrated rookie class of all time. We still have some great pieces in place with an outside-the-box GM and head coach. Let's trust the system. But please get us a linebacker who can spy. I can't watch Kermit the Frog run for his life because our D-line is bearing down on him as our secondary holds up for 20 seconds as he dumps a five-yard check down that goes to the house. I must add, I still listen to every show and I'm really getting into this podcast YouTube thing. I finally get around. I finally get the end around on the Miss Media Bias. See y'all in Vegas. Sounds like, well, sounds Murph, like Murph and Mojo or just Mojo now and Aaron and Q-Dog Raider. There's going to be more. P.S. If you need a cameraman, I'm bringing mine. Stacy Ruff, a.k.a. Ruff Raider. Stacy. Right on, dude. That was legit. We've got a picture of Stacy. Show he... it. You got one? Yeah. Did he send us one? Absolutely. Well, let's see it. Ah, nice. They, ooh, that's legit, man. Yeah, that's dope. That's I like it. cool, dude. That I is like way it a lot. cool. Way cool. Very cool. So great job on the email, uh, Stacy. We appreciate you, my friend. And, yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, keep them coming, man. Keep them coming. All right, Swaggy, so you got one more? I have one more. Do you have one more? I have one more. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, Murph, Uncle Ma, Swaggy J, made men and women and all the Raider Nation. This is Raider J77, a.k.a. MVP, and he was the one that actually got Will Compton to respond. That's exactly right. Yes. Yes. First off, I'd like to say much respect to uh, all of you and what you do on behalf of the original nation, Raider Nation, by providing us with Raider content that's both informative and entertaining. Much love. Next, I'd like to address the nation as a whole and the Raiders organization by saying it's a pleasure to be a part of something with so much history, mystique, and personalities aplenty. Uh, we're all in this fandom together, although if you're on any Raider social media, it does not does not always present as such. With that being said, I would like to make a suggestion to Raider Nation, and that is to sit back and, and try to and try to enjoy the ride uh, that is your love and vested in for interest in the silver and black. No one knows which way the autumn wind will blow or, uh, or just what ship will sail. Nor do we know what cast of characters are in the next chapter of this swashbuckling adventure to obtain what will be the most coveted in all the NFL, the Lombardi. Will we be there soon? Will we be there later? Will Derek Carr be our quarterback in 2020 and beyond? Will we finally draft a playmaking linebacker in the draft or bring a superstar in from free agency? All that remains to be seen. But what we do know is what is in what is in the here and now and that is that we are the Raiders and we're badass. We know the Raider or we know that Vegas is our capital now and what better place uh, can there be other than the city of Oakland or LA to represent the bad boys of an NFL team uh, than the city that that the bad boys built. We know that our GM and our coach are both leaders of men and take no BS, bust tail, love the game of football and approach uh, and approach to what they do day in and day out. We know that we're focused on a return to ex to the commitment of excellence. We know that when uh, when all is said and done, the members of this nation the members of this nation will show up and show out every game to cheer on and support the best NFL franchise in the history of American football. Come on. Uh, of these things, we know uh, uh, we have no doubt. So let's take a cue from the love guru known as Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Put on your favorite jersey and grab your most beloved Raiders memorabilia. Turn the lights down low and let Lionel and Diana serenade us oh, with their sultry yeah. love ballad into the night. 
because the love for this team is real and the future is bright. Peace out, Raider Nation. Just win, baby. Raider J77, a.k.a. MVP. Oh, nicely done, Raider J. Appreciate that. Dude, anytime you bust out a Lionel Richie reference on this show, I'm all about it, dude. You know what my favorite one is? What's that? Well, I like Commodores. I like Easy, easy right? Easy like Sunday morning, right? But I think, uh, I think my favorite one is You Are. You are the sun. You are the rain. Remember that one? Anybody in the chat room? That makes my life this foolish pain. You need to know I love you so. Oh, my gosh. Just and keep I'll going. do it all again and again. I'm all about Lionel. Whoa. Oh, man. Lionel's legit, dude. Oh, yeah. You are, dude. Check oh, yeah. it. Check See, me I, on that, I Raider like, Nation. You I like, are. I like Stuck on You. Oh, Stuck, stuck on You. There's a feeling down deep in my soul that I just can't lose. Yes, I'm on my way. Oh! Oh! Come on, Swaggy! Love it. Yeah, I needed a friend. And the way I feel now, I guess I'll be with you to the end. That is Raider Nation. (laughs) It's Raider Nation. Where? What other podcast are you going to come to that the hosts are going to sing you Lionel Richie songs in the midst of our emails? Come on now. Lionel. Can't go wrong with Lionel. All right, oh, evening, fellas. I hope all, that, was, that was good. You could sing, Jeff. I hope all is well with you, your families, and loved ones after the devastating news that hit your area last week. Events like that certainly put things into perspective, and my thoughts and best wishes are with everyone at such a terrible time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. Yes. Uh, on to football. Pretty much all the focus recently has been on the Combine, and there were some outstanding prospects on the show. Uh, the individual highlight for me was Louisville's uh, oh, Mickey Beckton running his 40 yard sprint. Man, that was impressive. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know what he's talking about. Uh, the 6'7, 364 pounds, and he flew downfield like a boulder chasing Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. 5'11 over 40 yards was crazy for a guy his size. The actual highlight, though, was MJ Acosta, but I'd be going way off topic. There seems to be quite a pool of talent headed towards the draft. And with Mike Mayock's magic, I think the lower rounds could be the ones to watch again this year. Speaking of which, how can you not love the way Coach Gruden and Mike Mayock go about their business? The interviews with them were great to watch. Neither gave anything away about how we'll conduct our draft. They admitted there were certain needs, but they didn't back themselves into a corner as to how our strategy will play out. It would be so easy to let a comment slip out when you consider the amount of different interviews they have to do, but they were excellent. The Raiders are not going to show their hand by making statements about players' futures, for example. Why would they tell the world what their intentions are with DC's future when he could be a major bargaining tool down the line? Preach, brother. It never ceases to amaze me how the media expect people to be that stupid as to let everybody know our plans in advance. Finally... This week, I still haven't decided which college team I'll be supporting for the season. A little more research is yet needed. Here's my suggestion for you. Let's start with those guys right there, the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Well, yeah. I have a Sizzler score update. All right, here we go. Sizzler score. Okay. Houston Raiders Steve and Big Raider Trucker are joint leaders with four. Oh, four. Four. Holy cow. Pirate 1975, Coach Davis, Rev Raider, and B-Dog in a pasture have three. Okay. The rest of us are in their slipstream. Pirate 1975 has won three out of the last seven Sizzlers. He's He's red hot. He's on fire. He's on fire. 
I also read an article about little about league bosses thinking about extending the regular season. Not sure I agree with it myself. What are your thoughts? Uh, I don't like it. I mean, maybe the extra playoff game, but I don't like the 17 game season. Nah, I don't either. And I'll tell you why. And I'll keep it brief because we're going to start running out of time, even though we're going to be here for a while still. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of stats and numbers, as you know, and I think that it skews the records, regular season records. We already did that once when the teams went from 14 regular season games to 16. It would just make that even worse. And then again, even when you add in an extra playoff game, would do the same thing. It makes all these guys, when you have all these extra wild card games, and all these like, so-and-so leads has the most postseason victories and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, because they're playing more games. Right. So-and-so has the leading, like, blah, blah. Yeah, because they're playing more games. So right. I think it skews the history of the, so I don't like it. I wish they, I wish they just keep it the same. Um, Keep up the excellent work, fellas. Take care and stay safe. Nashville strong. Right on, brother. Nice. Love you, Raider Nation. His lordship, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner 2019. Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, and two-time winner of the Raiders Fan Radio Sizzler Award. Paul, you the man, brother. Right on, Paul. Nice. Yeah, short and sweet. Okay, there we go. Okay. All right. There now we go. got some phone calls. Let's get to the phone calls, man. Let's jump into it quick. Call the show, 909-345-3346, and leave us a message like our good friend we haven't heard from in a while, Alaska Raider. Hey, Uncle Mosh, Murph, Slide Jeff, Raider fans. This is Alaska Raider, man, and there's been a lot going on with the talk of Brady, and it's being a lifelong Raider fan, it's kind of upsetting a little bit. I mean, we've been through a lot of crap and a lot of losing, but having Brady come to us is like, I I just can't see it, man. It just, I'd rather have anybody else but him. I could see us getting him and Bill Belichick getting Carr for like a second-round pick because I think that would be a value pick and the Patriots like value. And I could see Belichick doing good with Carr and then us, you know, with Brady, he can't throw the ball maybe 35 yards. I mean, he's smart. He's a good player. But he's old, and he's Tom Brady like our nemesis, man. I just, ah, it just burns me just to think of him as a quarterback. But, uh, yeah, I'm in the draft. I think we should totally go with Kenlaw because I don't think he's going to be there at 19. So our first pick, we should go with Kenlaw. The next pick should be a receiver, you know, the best one. Judy, I think, is a little better than C.D. Lamb, but I don't think he would be there at 19. So C.D. Lamb with our second pick, you know. And then, shoot, we have a good start. Get a little tendon uh, free, as a free agent and Brian Jones. And then our defense, man, and that's where we're going to win at. Maybe draft a quarterback in the third round. Who knows? Or maybe, you know, shoot, go after one of the free agents. But, uh I don't know. Definitely not Brady, man. That would just, I don't know. That would suck. All right. Take care, guys. Later. I love it, Alaska Raider, man. I'm with you, dude. Like, I'm all about just win, baby. And I'm all about anybody that wears the silver and black. And I'll support them regardless. But that's, we were talking about with our buddy Jeff at Domenico's earlier today. Like, Tom Brady, like, yeah. That's a hard one. I mean, Mosh literally almost fought me. And he's uh, and, yeah. uh, and every time I fought him, I've lost. So I wasn't looking forward to that. Moss was like bothered, like that I even brought it up. Well, yeah. And there are a lot of people that just don't like. It's just 
Yeah. I think most people are that way. If you're a diehard Raider fan, if you lived through the tuck rule, yes, then you because you understand the ramifications of what that was. The literal changing the changing the passing of the torch almost for two franchises really like it literally changed nfl history you know what i mean and so yeah so i'm with you alaska raider all right next up uh another guy we hadn't heard from in a long time and glad to hear from him our buddy alex uncle mosh murph flag jeff this is alex sandoval from tucson arizona uh sorry it's been a while since i've i've called um just have, have a lot of things going on in my personal life but um, I want to talk to you guys today about um, all the Derek Carr rumors going on that he might be traded uh, to a different team. Um, and I wanted to give you my opinion. And my opinion is that the Raiders are not ready for that move just yet. And the reason why is because Derek Carr, I feel even though he isn't a star quarterback, He's an above-average quarterback. Uh, he's in the top 15 as far as quarterbacks, I believe. And unless we can get somebody who is better than him and can be better than him right away, I don't think that we should move on from him. Because if we draft a quarterback, that it's a coin toss. We don't know if if uh, he's going to be good enough. Um, I don't know if there's anybody in the in the, in the market who's going to be better than him guaranteed right away. I think that we hang on to him and we build our team and make our team even stronger. And then when we're ready to have a good quarterback, when we're ready to make that move and make that jump, I think we do so. I don't think that Derek Carr is going to be with Oakland more than two more than two years. Um, I can see that. I'm sorry, um, more than w- one more year. So oh, um, that that's just my opinion. Um, I think that we should keep him um, just because there's nothing better out there right now. Let me know what you think. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with him. I mean, it's, it's definitely not looking good. I mean, one way or the other, I think that he's, he's relatively short lived unless they, you know, I think he's got to about have another gear guaranteed. I think that he's going to be our starting quarterback. Yep. And if, you know, they make the playoffs and all, it's, all it takes is one playoff win. Like, if you think about it, like all this talk goes away. If he wins one playoff game. Sure. You know what I mean? And whether that's at home or on the road, you know, maybe he goes on the road to Tennessee or goes on the road to, I don't know, Baltimore and wins a playoff game. Like we're all loving Derek Carr. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Well, and if we're, I mean, if he gets us to the playoffs. Well, he did that once before though. And then he didn't play because it, but that was no fault of his own. Right. Sure. Sure. You know, but I'm with you though. Like, let's see something demonstrable. I want to see, I want to see Derek Carr play in a position where maybe his job isn't safe that's what it is i, I want to create wanna a see, sense of I urgency see a, i want to see a fire lit under his ass yes. a little bit yes and you know see what happens when he's got mariota sniffing for that you know that starting job or replace mariota with whoever you know i mean or replace it with hurts replace it with you know whoever Jordan Love, you know, whoever, whoever's the guy that they're going to bring in to be his backup. Let's see. Let's see how Derek plays when he doesn't know if he's going to play next week. Absolutely. I think that's a great source of motivation for him. And I think that's definitely the direction this is going. All right. Let's hear from our buddy Alex again. Uncle Mosh, Merv, Swag Jeff. This is Alex Sandoval from Tucson, Arizona. Um, I called and I left a message um, and I wanted to kind of add to it. Um, I was thinking that maybe 
to put it my my point into perspective, maybe Derek Carr is our Alex Smith, and maybe he's the stepping stone onto something greater down the future. And maybe we keep Carr, and maybe we build up the team, and then once we get to the point where we're one player away from being like Super Bowl contenders, from being you know deep playoff contenders, then we make our our move. Then maybe you know maybe that's a possibility. I don't know. That's just what I think. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I'm 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 with you on that, Alex. You know, uh, you know, like we said at the first part of the show, I think. The free agency, obviously, and the draft. But free agency is going to tell a lot on how much this team and how much this coaching staff and how much our general manager believes in Derek. Yes, yes. Are we going to go and get the pieces that we need to go and make him successful? Are we going to bring in a backup quarterback that's going to light a fire under him to make him play at a higher level? You know, I mean, we're going to be able to tell what the future is going to look like. Absolutely. Great, you know? great point, Swago. Great point and great call, Alex. Yeah, Alex, thank you. Yeah, good to hear from you again, uh, and, uh, and and keep them coming, bud. Uh, all right, so uh, let's head to the Canary Islands, Jeff. Hey. Hey, hey so uh, if your lady's in the room and she's listening to the show with you, you may want to uh, do earmuffs or at least, uh, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? We were talking about Lionel, but Lionel's got nothing, nothing on, Rico. on Rico. Hey, guys, really boy Rico here, so... I don't know if I'm more annoyed by the coronavirus talk or the Tom Brady talk. They both really annoy me. Probably more the Tom Brady talk. Because uh, at, at least I can say to the people that tell me about coronavirus, you know, I'm not watching the news. When they tell me about something, I'll say, just deal with it, man. Listen, I wake up in the morning and uh, I didn't put the NFL network for a while. I say, the Super Bowl is done. We probably stop about talking about froggy Mahomes and all that uh, clowns and uh, and I say yeah they're probably talking some prosper they they probably show some highlights of I don't know Larry Fitzgerald doing another year or Adrian Peterson doing another year you know no uh, I have to wake up turn on the network and I have to see a clown on the phone talking with another clown on the phone saying we want you in Vegas. Now, listen, you're a cage five promoter. You got to stop, man. You're nothing in Vegas. You're not against that. You're a cage five promoter. Vegas has been full of these employees. You're an employee of the Vegas organization, right? So when you're saying we, I don't really know what you mean by we because you know Raider you're probably a Patriot fans you know Raiders fan you you better pay your seat and hey put put to this man the seat up the price you know at the, and at this stage give me Derek Carr all day I want to see this guy pay his seat while watching Derek Carr throwing bombs and making a great season and bring us to the Super Bowl because at this stage I don't want anybody else than Derek Carr Man up, more angry, showing up and do his things because I know he's capable of. So for that moment, I was saying, yeah, 
the quarterback will be good next to him or if you got the fantastic trade that Jerry Jones called you and say hey listen I give you that Prescott would you like to give me their account oh well let's swap quarterback yeah why not you know what I mean but at this stage not even that Listen, keep the man on the roster. You got to wash your mouth when you're talking about Derek Carr. I don't know where you've been <laughs> in the last, what, 17 years. We are now in a certain position because from 2015, that man, 14 or 15, I can't remember, that man comes stepping to the building. So pay respect to the man. He's already old in some records. He's been through different uh, um, uh, coaching staff, not mediocre players. We're building something. Uh, listen, at this stage, give me Derek Carroll Day. Stop talking about uh, he have to go. If there's someone who want to dump him, we are Raiders. Not you, Dana White. Not you, expertise of whatever it is. You know, journalists, they're, they're a bunch of um, vaulters waiting for a body to drop. And if you're going to listen to that idiots, to that buffons, you're an idiot as well. And I tell you what, man, um, it's better you go cheer up from, for Tom Brady or Pat pe- Froggy Mahomes or whoever it is. Because you know a reader, you know what? And uh, that's it, man. You got to stay united anyway, support the car, support the quarterback if we're gonna draft a quarterback, a young, a young buck next to him to learn. Don't start a, a conversation to, uh, for who have to be uh, in the first place, who have to start. Just support the old team and get these clowns out of the building. Dana White, Tom Brady, but give me a break. I'm out, sorry, I'm fed up. Nicely done, Rico. Appreciate the call as always, my friend. And yeah, man, you know, that was, that was an interesting, uh, clip there. So I've got it here. So let's play it. So what he's referring to is UFC. What is he president? I guess Dana White, uh, is talking to Josh Jacobs on a, like a face chat kind of thing. And it's, what's interesting is that Dana White has been lobbying hard for Tom Brady to come to Vegas. Now, Dana White is not a Raider fan. He's actually a Patriots guy, if I'm not mistaken, but his but he's a big Vegas guy. And so he's like, well, if Tom Brady is going to uh, not be in, in New England, then I'd rather have him here in Vegas. So that's kind of the overall sentiment of where he's coming from. He's just a fan like we are, and he wants you know his guy to be in his city. So, I mean, I kind of get it. I don't begrudge him necessarily, but it definitely made news. And, it, and, and I think what's very interesting is Josh Jacobs' response. Let's go to it to go with the Patriots, but let me make my last pitch. Las Vegas would love to have you here at the Raiders. The stadium, the facility is incredible. The training facility that they have outside of Vegas is unbelievable. It's a 45-minute flight from L.A. Your kids and your family can live there. You can fly back and forth. We want you to come to the Raiders. Um, that, that's the, You know I've been pitching you now for, for a month. I love you, too. Come on, brother. Get to Vegas. Oh, wait a minute. No, that's oh, I played the wrong one. This isn't him and Josh Jacobs. This is that him, was him and, and Brady. Him and Brady. Sorry, I played the wrong one. But still, anyway, sentiment the same. No, it's been a lot of patience for me. Um, and obviously, being where I've been for 20 years, it's been an amazing experience. And I don't know what the future holds right now. I'm just trying to be patient through this process, my first time going through it. And uh, in the meantime, I'm going to spend a lot of time with my family over the next 10, 12 days and 
We got a little vacation plan, which I'm looking forward to. Good for you, my brother. We can't wait to find out where you're going, and uh, good luck. All right, there you go. So, anyways, I don't want to camp out on it too much more. I, I'm sorry I played the wrong clip there, but uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the sentiment is that you got this guy who's very very high profile is is lobbying hard for Tom Brady. And listen, he's not coming to the Raiders, man. No, he's going to be a Patriot, dude. And and like and we were talking about this earlier, uh, Jeff and I yeah. were is that the really the the more likely scenario that if it's not New England, really would have been Tennessee because yeah. he's got familiarity with Vrabel. Right, he's 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 got a good offensive line, a good running game, a great defense. Like, yep. it's a good fit for him and his family. Like, the thing, if the stars were going to align for Tom Brady, not in New England, it would have been Tennessee. And the Titans flat out came out and said, "Yeah, they have." There was a report today that said that they're they're not. I mean, they're not actively pursuing Brady. They're more interested in re-signing Tannehill. There you go. So now that could be smoke and mirrors too, but. I don't. I don't believe so. I don't, I don't think so. And and so, well, I'm with. So all that said, Rico, we're with you, buddy. I don't think Tom Brady's going to be a Raider. I don't think we got to worry about that uh, anytime soon. All right, let's hear uh, uh, next up from our buddy Kevin, the Raider nerd. Hey, Raider fans, radio. This is Kevin, the Raider nerd. What's going on there, Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff, Capo, and the rest of the uh, made men and women. Um, this is Kevin the Raider Nerd checking in. I want to make sure that Houston Raider Steve isn't the only one that calls in on the uh, off season here, so I thought I'd <laughs> chime in. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, first of all, I hope that you guys are safe during these tornadoes in uh, Tennessee. Um, I'm hoping everything's okay. Those things can be really scary, and uh, my thoughts are with you guys, so uh, you. hang in there. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I want to touch a little bit on, first of all, I guess all of the talk about shopping car and possible trading up and getting another quarterback and stuff like that. There's a lot of rumors out there. But realistically, what do you guys think the Raiders are going to do? Do you think that number 12 spot, we're just going to play it safe and get the best wide receiver off the board? Um, I, I've been racking my brain, and, and specifically with the free agency happening first, it's really going to matter what happens in free agency, I guess. But I don't know if anyone's really willing to chomp on Carr and take him, uh, for, for, take him from the Raiders and and offer something. And I just I think the safe thing to do is just to keep Carr through this next season and uh, maybe pick up a late round quarterback and and see what happens with them. Like maybe in the third round, maybe we can trade up into the second round and, and get a pick out of there. But, I, you know, with everything that's going on, realistically, what do you guys think is, is going to happen? So I'm really kind of curious about that. Uh, if you guys haven't already, I, again, I want to reiterate, I'd love to hear what you guys think about um, the article that came out regarding the uh, uh, Raider bias on the uh, NFL officiating. Uh love to hear more about that. And, and my last thing I want to mention is that, um, you know, I heard you say this once, um, Murph, that uh, sometimes you're weary about commenting on something because other podcasts have covered it um, a lot. I just want to say that we tune in because we want to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, this this uh, Raider fan radio family that you guys have is really important to us. And don't let any topic be off the board because you felt it's been covered by too much and by anyone else. We want to hear what you guys have to say. I always look forward uh, to your podcast, and I love hearing what you have to say, what Mosh has to say, and also what um, you know Swaggy J and the rest of the family of uh, Raider Fans Radio. So anyway, hope you guys are safe. Love you. Talk to you soon. This is Kevin the Raider Nerd, and I'm out.
And that's awful. Thanks, Kev. Yeah, man, that's that's awful high praise coming from Kevin. Of, yeah. Uh, if you don't know who Kevin is, uh, he is the uh, proprietor, founder, uh, co-founder of the Fandom Podcast Network. They have 150 shows uh, over there at the Phantom Podcast Network. Uh, uh, he and his buddy Kyle uh, do a show called The End Zone. They do a fantastic NFL show. They offer, as they say, mediocre fantasy football advice. Uh, and then they have a whole bunch of like pop culture type shows. And, and those guys are great. So that's, again, high praise coming from our friend, yes, Kevin absolutely. the Raider Nerd. So, uh, so I'll answer... Well, his, first he he mentioned Houston Raiders. Oh, Steve. okay, okay, all right. And and we we were looking for the right hey! opportunity. There's Houston Raider Steve. Look at that. There's Houston Raider Steve. Send us that picture of him wearing his get made shirt. His yeah. RFR shirt. There. That's legit. That's legit. Appreciate Absolutely. You. Appreciate you sending that, Steve. And uh, so Kevin. So he asked a couple of things there. So you know, if I had to bet my mortgage, Swago. I'd say Derek Carr is the starting quarterback for us this year. You yeah, know? I would say so. Yeah, I mean, so he asked, what realistically, what do we think is going to happen? I think they're going to do due diligence. I think they're going to explore other players to challenge him, but ultimately he's going to be the man week one. Will he be the man week 10? I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But in the beginning, it's going to be that. Um, and then in terms of the the penalties conversation based on that article, um, all right, so let me say so two things there. And again, we're going to go for a minute still tonight, y'all. We're going to go for probably another 30 minutes. We've got more calls to get to, and we're not going to be in a hurry. That's why we started early tonight. Um, kind of the last thing before we do this little form, bit of a format change going into next week. So in terms of the penalties uh, and in terms of the format change next week, we're, we'll cover it on our RFR rundown, and that way we can you know, we can establish what the, the, the content is in terms of the article, which is that the Raiders have been unfairly penalized over this X amount of time. And there's actually now data to back it up and we'll, we'll dive into the analysis on it. Uh, so we will do that, Kevin. We're going to honor that request coming very, very soon. And uh, so on the heels of that, I appreciate what you said uh, about wanting to hear our opinion and our input on it. And, and, you know, again, a little, little housekeeping for us. We tend to stay away from things that other people have done and or are doing. Yes. Even if we came up with an idea that was similar on our own without being influenced, we tend to veer away from that because I don't ever want to be a, accused of being an imitator. And, you know, I don't listen to other Raiders podcasts. I, and, and we love some of our other, uh, you know, podcast brethren, guys like Pillaging Podcast and guys like Mikey and the, the Behind the Eye Patch guys, like, yeah. you know, East Coast Nation. Like, we love those guys. Like, they're colleagues of ours. Like, but I don't listen to them very rarely because I don't want their opinions to become my opinion. I don't want to get their opinion stuck in my head and then me regurgitate it on, on this show. Sure. So that's why Kevin, we don't typically fall into that, but I, I get his point though. And again, I'll honor his request and we will uh, dig into that, that subject uh, going forward. So what do you think, Jeff? Is Derek Carr going to be our starter? Uh, yes. Yes. I do think we bring in a quarterback this year. I do think we bring in a guy like, Mariota, like Bridgewater, like Ooh, Teddy B, man. I know, like that one. Yeah. You know, th that kind of guy. Do we trade a third round pick and bring in Cam Newton? You know, I mean, there's there's a bunch a of different options. Out there. There's a bunch of different options. But I think day one, week one, starting quarterback for the Raiders will be Derek Carr. And I'm OK with that. Yeah. I'm, good, I'm good with that. Absolutely. I'm good with that because I do think that Mayock is going to address issues that we have absolutely you know so so yes absolutely all right good stuff there from kevin all right next up let's hear from our buddy rev raider rev. what's going on murph uncle mosh young swaggo 
This is Rev Raider calling from Jersey. Um, just uh, recently been watching the Underwear Olympics for the year. <laughs> and man, it's a lot of talent there, man. Um, I've seen mock drafts predicting that we, like, um, Isaiah Simmons could fall to us. That would be crazy. Hmm. going safety oh slash linebacker running a 4-3. That's wild. That guy, I'm going to pause it real quick. That's the pick. Like, or you know what I mean? Like, if somebody, and he's not going to, but if Chase Young from Ohio State falls, if like there are like three or four guys defensively that are like, whoa, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That if, that if, if they, well, fall, who's the Ohio State cornerback like, that we talked about? Like, there's like, there is, there's like three or four guys that if they make it to 12, yeah, like I'm okay with them not picking a wide receiver. Yeah. If one well, of those I mean, and, you know, I mean, and if, if he falls to nine, you know, do we trade up? Do you jump up and go get him? Yeah, you good know? point. Yep. Um. Also, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm a fan of CD Lamb. Um, it's just something in him that I saw in the in the combine. Like, dude's got a little swag to him. He got a little he he got a little dog in him. Like that I was feeling, especially when he did that that goal line um toe tap um in one of the drills. That was dope. Um. Also, I was digging what uh Mike Mayock and Gruden were talking about and the. I like what they said, you know. I mean, from what they say, it looks like they're still trying to keep Derek Carr. You know, I'm just going to stand on what they said like the kickstand open, you know. Leave it at that, you know. Um, but one thing that bothers me, like, you know, these the rumors about him getting traded, yay or nay, man, just sit back, eat some popcorn, and just let it happen. There you See go. See what happens, yep. you know. All the speculation, it's it's just starting to get annoying to me. But um, that's all I got, you know. Love the show as always. Y'all keep doing your thing. Peace. Awesome stuff there, Rev Raider. Appreciate the call. And uh, man, that's uh, good. Good to hear from him. And man, we got we got somebody to get to. I better. I'm gonna hit the accelerator a little bit on these. Uh, all right. Next up, we got a new. Newly crowned, Jeff. Oh. Newly crowned made man. So we're going to hear from our buddy, J.C. Raider, and then uh, and then hit his music after the call. What's going on, family? This is J.C. Raider calling from Southern California. Uh, what's up, Murph, Mosh, Swaggy J, and the rest of the Raider Nation? This is, uh, is uh, J.C. Raider, like I said, so check it out. I got a scenario for you guys. Everybody's talking about how cars out of the – picture and they want to get brady and all these this other these other rumors but man it's all that's all smoke to me keep car and uh actually mayock at the combine talked about how they don't want to draft a receiver how they can get receivers in the later rounds no that's all smoke to me too this is my draft scenario pick 12 go get either your cd lamb or your jerry judy's of the world just those two guys one of them's going to be there trust Teams are too desperate for quarterbacks and offensive linemen right now. So one of those guys is going to be there. Isaiah Simmons, he's the dream, but don't trade up for him. You don't need Isaiah Simmons. This is what you're going to do. You're going to get CD or Jerry Judy at 12. At 19, people are talking about getting Kenneth Murray or Patrick Green from LSU. No. Go get yourself a Henry Ruggs III. Yes, sir. <laughs> Double up on receivers. And, and you got yourself what James Jones refers to as a Ferrari. Go get your two receivers in the first round, and you got yourself a Ferrari. And you might be saying, well, what about linebacker? What about defense? That's what you're going to do. Free agency. 
Go get yourself a Corey Littleton. We got the money for it. Go get yourself a Corey Littleton. Relief to hear. You know, he's he's been a good Raider. I like to hear, but he's just a liability in coverage. And he, he just, he's, or he's, run, he's a tackling machine, but he just can't cover. We saw that last year when he tried to replace perfect at middle. Yep. So cut to here. Save yourself a good six, seven, seven mil. And with Called that, that one, didn't he? Corey Littleton. Sure did. And you're going to double up a linebacker, too. Either Joe Schobert from Cleveland or Blake Martinez from the Packers. Get your two linebackers. Even then, you're still going to have some money left over. With that money that you got left over, go all in and get yourself a Byron Jones. So that's 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 hmm. it. Free agency for defense, draft for your Ferrari. Who knows? Maybe even the, in the third round, we can still get uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, I know that Trayvon Mullen's uh, ex-teammate, I think, uh, who's his name? Terrell, Terrell from Clemson, the other corner. He wants to go play with with his teammate Trayvon. So I don't know, man. I think that would be a good draft scenario. So let me know what you guys think. And uh, as always, Raider Nation, baby, just win. I love it, man. I love the idea of grabbing two first-round wide receivers. Oh my god! Call it a day. Like you got you got those two guys to match up with Renfro. Like there's your there's your starting three guys for the next I don't know ten years. Right. Like that's that's pretty legit, man. So appreciate the call, JC Raider, and uh, congratulations on being the newest member of the crew. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me but until that day accept this as a gift and don't ever forget words can hurt more but silence can break hearts congratulations once again jc raider so you know you know jeff as i was putting the show together tonight you know as we were kind of talking about you know what what we're going to focus on going forward and with our show and all that good stuff yeah uh it made me really appreciate uh, the scope of our community. And so I'm going to read through the made man list because it's been a minute since we did that made man and women list and uh, listen to all the different places that are represented here. And we don't have everybody's city here, but just listen to the amount of people that do identify with their city yeah. and how widespread and global Raider nation is. So we got Jimmy Zbach, hardcore Raider, Johnny in San Diego, Chuck Splatterhead, McCann, Ron in Alliance, Alaska Raider, Dakota Raider, Aaron, the Q dog Raider, Jim, uh, red in Yakima, Jim from the East coast, Yayo in Jersey, big Raider trucker, Wyoming, Raider, Diego in Georgia, Running Bear in Talare, Mojo Raider, Junior in San Diego, Beto in, you know the city. You know the city. James in Arkansas, Monster Mash Ken, Raider Roo in Utah, Ev Dog, Houston Raider Steve, Jesse in Kentucky, B Dog in a Pasture in Texas, Max in San Diego, Max, Rev Raider, Raider One, Eye Patch, Alex in Tucson, Ruben in Vegas, Dave in the 330, Kevin the Raider Nerd, Paul in Shropshire, Mississippi, UK. 24 Karat Kev, the cool-ass Raider. One Nation Jeff, Chucktown Raider. Haley in Scotland. Queen Haley, recognize 
Lino the Full Metal Mexican, Central Valley Raider, RBK Raider, Coach Davis, Raider Ramon, Raider Born Rico, Raider Trucker Dan, Sugar Shane, Super Deuce, Daniel Mangus, uh, it, uh, it, his brother, who I don't Matthew. have, Matthew Mangus, thank you, Just Win Johnny, Pirate 1975, and now J.C. Raider. What is up, dude? So good. I love that. I love that. Not the best. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just for I mean, this chat is the best. This family is the best. This community is the best. You guys make it. Hats off to you, man. You guys are the best. So good. So good. Yes. So speaking of the made man list, another person we haven't heard from in a while. Let's hear from our buddy Jesse in Kentucky. Hey guys, uh, this is Jesse. Um, I saw the uh, news uh, about the tornado in your guys' area. I sent you guys a message. I, I ain't heard anything. I don't know if you guys are okay or not. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm just calling to touch base with you guys. It uh, looks like you guys got hit pretty hard, at least in your neck of the woods. Um, you know, I mean, it, um, you know, I know we've never met, but if you guys need anything at all. All right, I, I cut off there because he asked me to not play that last part on the on the air. But he literally gives us like his contact information, and it was like, if you need me, like I got you guys. Like, I mean, that's, that's family, man. That's family, that's dude. So cool. So Thank good. you, Jesse. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Jesse. We appreciate you, bud. And uh, yeah, we're all good. And so continue to support uh, the people in East and North Nashville and the other communities that got hit. Uh, all right, so this is awesome, man. I'm gonna call this prayer answered, dude. Okay, because uh, we hadn't heard from this guy in a minute, and uh, we know that. We don't know the specifics of things, but we know he's had a series of health challenges and uh, we hadn't heard from him in a while. And so it is very, very good to hear from our buddy Raider Juan. Yeah, this is Raider Juan. How are you guys doing, Merv? Uncle Mosh, thank you for your service. Uh, Swag Jeff, Pedro, and um, Pumero, Mexican, and the rest of the um, guys. You know, I'm just calling to say how you guys doing, and, you know, I'm still praying for you guys. I need your prayers. I'm still doing pretty bad, but, you know, I'm getting better. And uh, I was calling you to think, what do you think? Like, in the in the draft game, like, uh, two wide receivers in the first round, like, I see, like, some mock drafts that have, uh, um, uh, uh, C.D. Lamb and, and Judy, you know, there in, in the 12 and 19, get those two, make one of our weakness into a strength. And I've been reading in a couple of places, and they ask about the same thing. You know, what do you guys think about that? You know, yeah, that's what I was calling. You know, I'm, I'm still listening to you guys all the time. Good time watching you on YouTube and, you know, keep it up because I'm doing a great job. Okay, God bless you guys, man. Take care. God bless you too, yeah, Raider Juan. Man, it's so good to hear from you, my friend. And uh, prayers with you as always. And uh, you know, we we, uh, we we trust that everything's going to continue to be on the upswing for you, and 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 stay strong uh, in all that you're dealing with there. And so, to answer your question, in terms of like, you know, I I think that's a dream scenario for us to get one of those one of those guys. If one of those, you know, if if it's if it's C.D. Lamb or Jerry Judy, I mean, especially like as Madden players like we are. Oh like, my gosh, I want that guy on the Raiders. Well, I yeah. want to play Madden with that guy. You know what I mean? mean so but that i think that's ideally that's 
what we as fans would love to see. You get the explosive playmaker on offense, and then you get a consistent playmaker on defense with number 19. I think that's the ultimate first-round knockout for us as fans. So uh, yes. So thanks again, Raider Juan. We appreciate you, bud, and uh, and stay on the mend and, and call us again. All right, next up, we're going to hear – we heard him on email. Now we're going to hear from him on voicemail, and it's our buddy Patch. Hey, Mosh, Murph, Swaggy J, Nation. Patch is calling in uh, – you know, I really hate all the social media stuff with the Raiders every day. It's something else, you know, between the quarterback and receivers and their draft and creators. But, you know, sometimes the social media comes in handy, man, when there's a tragedy. You know, I, uh, I was glad to uh, get in touch with you through Messenger, you know, to see if you guys were okay. Uh, got a reply back from you, you know, about all that devastation that's going on over there. I'm glad to see you guys made it through okay. You know, the prayers are with everybody in your area. You know, it's pretty tragic. And it just shows you how how uh, precious life is, man. You know, like we're a, Amen. I know you're just a fan radio show, and but you become more than that to me. You know, it's like a family. You know, once you're a made man, you know, you know we're all pretty close. I got to meet you guys last year at the draft, and it was, you know, I feel like you're part of the family, man. You know, so... Uh, to everybody out there, just, uh, you know, give your loved ones a hug. Tell someone you love them because, uh, you never know what can happen, man. Life, life, life is quick. So anyway, guys, prayers and thoughts to all you guys and everybody in the area. You know, I understand if you won't be on for a while. So, uh, let's Raider Nation. Peace out, man. Bye. Awesome stuff, I Patch. Yeah, thank we, you, I Patch. Yeah, we appreciate you, man. That's uh, we we appreciate the thoughts and the concerns and the prayers and all that, all that, man. The good vibes sent to us uh, uh, here in Middle Tennessee. So uh, uh, good, to, good to hear from you. And keep them coming, keep them coming for sure. And yeah, and it is, and this is family. And you know, uh, you know, I try to avoid getting too sappy and sentimental about this stuff, yeah, but it really is, man. And like, you know, the motivation to do this show continues to be, you know, the people that listen to us and to tune in and subscribe and do all that stuff like that to me has almost become more of a motivating factor than my fandom of the Raiders. Like yes. seriously, my fandom of fandom, my fandom of Raider fandom almost trumps my fandom of the Raiders. Like if that makes sense, like yeah, it's really getting absolutely. to that point where, um, you know, I just, I freaking dig Raider fans, man. Like they're just awesome. Yeah. So anyway, so appreciate you guys. Thank you. I patch. And uh, okay. So speaking of that, I've got one more to get to that wasn't on the rundown. I'm going to play this straight off of Google voice. Cause he called in late. Uh, but this is somebody I don't believe has called us before. This is a new caller and, uh, it's big Mike, big Mike. Come on, big Mike. Yo, Merce Fan Cave. This is Big Mike. Uh, you <laughs> might know me as Deuce Silver. I've been listening and washing dishes to your show for over over a year now. You've got me through many a lonely night washing those damn dishes, taking care of my family, making <laughs> right sure on, they're brother. all good, making sure they're well. I wanted to give you guys a call finally and uh, let you know that I've been a Raider fan for quite a while, um, ever since my grandfather uh, who happened to play for the Detroit Lions, actually. Oh, wow. Um, cool. Introduced me to the Raiders back in the 80s. Uh, his name was Angelo Bosco. Cool. Uh, my cousin, Robbie Bosco, um, actually played for BYU, was a Green Bay Packer for a while. Um, but uh, wow. still ended up being a Raiders fan. Just right on. Couldn't help myself. Um, I also wanted to let you know that uh, I did appreciate show number 159. Looking forward to num- number 160. 
And uh, just I wanted to thank you guys for the content. As far as uh, any hot takes, uh, I don't have one. Uh, last show I listened to, talking about flaming hot Cheetos and what have you and, mer- and uh, mosh quicks. So, uh, mosh quicks. Other than that, uh, it was a good show. I'm looking forward to the next one. You guys take care of yourself. I uh, look forward uh, to hearing from you again. Uh, and look for me. I'll, I'll try to to get up on you. Um, Look for me at uh, Do Silver. Um, I'll see if I can catch your show cool. live. Yes. Usually, uh, usually I don't. I don't get a chance to. Um, my woman comes home from work pretty late, and I use her work phone to listen to your and watch your show on YouTube while I'm doing them dishes. Uh, <laughs> so I don't get a chance to to uh, catch you live too often. But I do watch every every day, or excuse me, every week. Um, take care, and uh, once again. Uh, good job. And I, I do look forward to hearing from uh, Mondays with Mike and Murph again. Absolutely. Take care, gentlemen. Right on, Big Mike. Absolutely. That was cool, huh? Was yeah, good. Deuce Silver. First time call, man. I dig that. Very cool. Call yeah. us back again, man. Two more times. Two more times, man. You get made. Absolutely, man. Great stuff there. Appreciate you, man. There you go. There's the whole family again. Yep. Taking care of his family. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it's all about, man. That's what Raiders do. And we appreciate you, Big Mike. And, uh, and definitely call us back again. All right, so there we are at the end of Sea of Fans. It's almost two and a half hours worth of show that we've done tonight. This has been fantastic. Uh, and so at the end of our uh, Sea of Fans, at the yes. end of our emails, and at the end of our voicemails, we award a sizzler. That goes to the best call and or email. And now the last time we did this, there was only a handful of contestants. Yeah, what was it? What was it? Yeah, wait. Yeah, the now tonight it's we've gone from the puddle of fans, the, the tidal wave of fans. Oh my gosh, man! The, right? There's been a lot, a lot of folks uh, that called tonight. We appreciate every single one of you. But Swago is going to tell us who got the sizzle. Yeah, so let's, let's so let's talk about the sea of fans tonight. All right, we opened it obviously with uh, with the Capo and with Ty Williams talking about uh, Raider fandom, yeah. uh, which was about an hour and a half ago. <laughs> Seemed know, like man, a lifetime know, right? ago. Yeah. Seemed like a lifetime ago. We we opened the emails up with Frank from NorCal, who had a bone to pick with Murph about the new Allegiant Stadium name, uh, nickname. Uh, Ty to Raider email talking about uh, a car uh, trolls reference, saying Poppy and Branch is more like Car and Gruden. Uh, Trinidad talked about an update to the podcast tagline, which yes. we need to update. Noted. Absolutely. Daniel Manga says, hell not a Tom Brady and cry baby rivers. <laughs> uh, running bear says once a Raider, always a Raider. And let's not forget that. Uh, I patch obviously has prayers for Nashville and our Raider family. And, uh, he actually has a bunch of sizzlers because he used to be Florida Raider. Oh, nice. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, One Nation Jeff emailed and said, who made who? And is Carr the guy? Was Carr making weapons or were the weapons being surrounded Uh by Carr? Uh, We had Stacy email us saying that the uh, uh, media was misleading us, trolling us, draft a quarterback maybe, Uh, maybe some more issues uh, with our team than DC4. Uh, Raider J emailed saying Raider Nation is like a Lionel Richie song. You are the sun. That's you right. are the rain. That's right. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Paul emailed saying that the lower that the lower rounds could be a gold mine in the draft, uh, and gave a sizzler update. We opened our calls with Alaska Raider that says no for TB12, and he hopes that CD Lamb falls to 19, but I doubt it. 
Uh, <laughs> Alex from Tucson called times two, talking about DC rumors and who really is better than DC right now in the quarterback in free agency. Uh, then we heard from Rico talking about stupid Dana White, stupid Tom Brady, <laughs> stupid coronavirus, and Carr, it's time for you to man up and step up. Oh, and then we heard from Kevin, the Raider nerd, uh, talking about what we need to do with our picks. Is Carr really tradable? And uh, is the NFL really biased against the Raiders? Mm. Uh, Rev Raider talked about Simmons possibly falling to us. Oh, my gosh. That would be a dream. Dream. And, uh, and do we keep Carr? Uh, we made J.C. Raider, who said to go get a wide receiver. Go get a Ferrari. Let's double up. Let's double up on the wide receivers. Let's go get C.D. Lamb. Let's go get Rugs, And then just uh, address free agency. Uh, in the linebacker oh, position. I love it. That's a great call. Uh, it's a great call. Uh, Jesse in Kentucky just checking in uh, with the tornadoes that went through the Middle Tennessee area. Thank you so much, Jesse, for reaching out. And uh, and if we do need anything, we definitely will let you know. Absolutely. Um, Raider Juan, great hearing from him. Uh, sounds like he's hanging in there. And he likes two wide receivers as well. Yes. He just wants to double up. Uh, Eyepatch uh, called again uh, with his prayers for Nashville. But... Oh, tonight we had a late entry. He snuck in. He snuck in. Do it. He is a first time caller. Do it. And loved episode 158 where we talked about mosh quakes and hot Cheetos while he does the dishes. It's Deuce Silver, Big Mike with the Sizzler. 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 Oh my god. We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From the Walking Dead to Errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. You know what? Since Uncle Mosh isn't here, let's let's talk about movies. Let's talk about (laughs) movies for a second because we just heard the Joker. Yeah. I watched the Joker recently. Yes. The new one. Yes. And we talked about it slightly before the show. Yes. Uh, I dug the movie. Great movie. It's a, it's a dark movie. Dark. It's a deep movie. Yes. And it's it's an intense movie. Yes. I love the movie. I don't like the Raider or the the Joker storyline, as as it goes with the DC universe or whatever. I'm with you. I loved it as a movie, as a standalone, as a character movie. Yeah. I didn't love it as a Batman universe movie. Uh. Uh-uh. And I'm a Batman guy. Like we, you know, we well, we have yeah. a lot of lo- like we. I mean. I've, you know, I've read almost all the graphic novels. I've, uh, you know, whatever. Love the Dark Knight trilogy. Like, I'm I'm all in for this stuff. Yeah. For most everything Batman. Uh, and, and yeah, I didn't find it because the Joker is such a... This is really fun. I'm glad you brought this up. The Joker is such a power... He's the best villain outside of maybe Darth Vader. The best all-time villain, pop culture villain ever is is the Joker. But the reason the Joker works is because he balances Batman. The reason that Batman works a lot of times is because of his villains, Joker being the ultimate one. Now, Batman has the benefit of a rogues gallery. So Batman has the benefit of Riddler and Catwoman and Penguin and, yes. you know what I mean, Clayface and all the other wonderful Batman villains that there are. So Batman can work without the Joker, but Joker doesn't work as well without Batman in that universe. As a character, though, 
as a movie, it was brilliant, and That's I amazing. loved it. Yeah. Acting-wise, it was gorgeous. I mean, it was really, really, really well done. But I'm with you, though. That was missing that element, and that element was the balance of Batman. That was probably more nerdiness than you've ever cared to hear about on this show. Will you stifle yourself? No, I will not. Even though I brought it up. I know. Thank you, Even Jeff. though that I brought fun. it up. Speaking of which. Yeah. Uh, it's time to go. Time to go. So listen to the... Uh, the sweet sounds there of, uh, of David Northrup. Yeah. Go ahead, actually, you lead us off because i got to look something up. Yeah, I am. So, so thanks for joining us for another thrilling and amazing episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode 159. Uh, you can find us anywhere on social media. You can go to facebook.com slash Raiders Fan Radio Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Where are you tuned in right now if you're watching the live feed? YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. Make sure you subscribe. Subscribe to us if you aren't subscribed, and you can win a trip into the swag bag. You can get oh, yeah. you a nice autographed shirt from the folks at Murph's Fan Cave at Raiders Fan Radio, and uh, just and just take a little dip into uh, into the swag bag. Um, but yeah, absolutely, call get made. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for joining in the chat. We got iPatch. We got Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Big Easy. Fierce Raider. Uh, Fabricator Gill. Um, who else? Logan Moore. Uh, Sugar Shane. iPatch. Raider Born Rico. We got the whole gang in here. Thank you so much. Murph, take us home, my brother. So I saw my buddy David Northrup down at the uh, music store the other day, and I told him about how we were using his song, and I played a little bit for him. And this song is called Fish Bait. And he goes... Bro, you need to call it Raider Bait. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. I go, he goes, yeah, man. He goes, if your people like it, he goes, if your listeners like it, he goes, I'll rename the whole song. So here you go. So this, the name of this song is no longer Fish Bait. It's Raider Bait. Raider Bait. So thank you, David Northrup, and thank you to all of those of you that have joined us here tonight. Please consider donating Nashville Strong. Text to 68683. Text Nashville Strong. Hit that again for me, Jeff. Text uh, Nashville Strong to 68683. And 100% of the donations that you provide there goes 100% to the Tornado Relief Fund. You can also give to the website cfmt.org. We appreciate those. I can't tell you enough how much we appreciate you. We value you. We love you, Raider Nation. Thank you for what you do to support us. You rock. Go Raiders. Let's enjoy this offseason. Yes, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. You guys make this chat, or you guys make this show what it is. It's amazing. Thanks for tuning in to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. And don't you forget, everyone, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. Good night. Peace. Say good night, Vinny. Good night, Benucci. I think we all have seven quarterbacks. Vinny. <laughs> Vinny just said his first cuss word ever. And he did it on the air. I You're know. not supposed to say that. All right, all right, all right. Okay, all right. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. 
At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from, from a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture and whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash RIA. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.